0: Traveling
1: the Vortex. We've joined the doctor as he travels the vortex and landed episode number 150. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think I ever wish I worked in a bank I'm Keith I did work in a bank (laughs) I'm Sean I'm Glenn I think that's why I have banked at a bank (laughs) I I know two people who have worked at Three people who work at banks Or who have worked at or currently work at banks And I don't think it's for me
2: (laughs) The only time I really miss working at the bank is like, you know Veterans Day
1: (laughs) Getting those holidays off Mm
2: -hmm. Boxing Day
1: That's not a holiday you guys closed for, was It it?
2: It is in Canada
1: Well, in Canada, but not here Yeah your bank didn't close for it. I don't know.
2: My bank closed for everything. i sure would close on Christmas, though.
1: Yeah. All right. How was everyone? Very good. Have a good weekend. I did have a good week. More home improvements. That was pretty much
3: it. Did some yard work and uh, ran some wiring for my alarm system, some permanent wiring for my alarm system. <laughs> we lost an outlet in our um, entryway, which I think I talked about the ceiling last week, putting it back together. But mm. I. Uh, Ran, we we've had when that happened, I we went out. I had to move the um, cord that plugs into the alarm into the garage, and so I had an extension cord running to it for about a year. And I thought that's <laughs> probably not a good idea. So I asked the electrician what I needed, and he told me, and I went and got it and got it taken well, care of. I'm not the only one that does those kinds of things, because yeah. <laughs> really so that's done, and then cleaned up the yard because we've got a lot of leaves falling. Which, ironically, none of, or hardly any of them are from my tree because my tree is an oak and it takes forever to fall. So it'll be two weeks from now. But our neighbors have a sycamore and they're just covering our entire yard. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: well, not anymore because I cleaned them up. That was it. I didn't have a lot, I don't have a lot of exciting stuff going on this weekend. The Chiefs were off this week, so (laughs) automatic
1: win. (laughs) We we did an impromptu tweet along to the Dolly. We did.
3: We've done a lot lot of tweet tweet alongs this week. yeah. Yeah.
1: Two, well, three.
3: Because Chrissy watched what Doctor Who and the Daleks, which I think she'll talk a little bit about in her feedback. But um,
1: yeah, on Wednesday night, which was and the I movie, the Cushing yeah,
3: movie. But she watched the Rift tracks version. Oh, you? Yeah, and then you guys happen to be tweeting back and forth, which you
2: will not be exposed
1: she,
3: to. She uh, tweeted that much, much. She later. tweeted that now I have to watch the Daleks to rinse the taste out of. Yeah, she mouth.
1: said now I'm going to have to watch this tomorrow. And well, you said I was like, well, what time? I'll tweet along with you if you want to. And. Quite a bit of us joined in for yeah, it. I think
3: I happened to be on that night and said, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm in, so...
1: I think we add, we added, a, tweeted at a bunch of people to say, hey, yeah. you want to do this, too? Right, right. Yeah. And then we also had View for Vendetta, which yeah, was fun. Yeah, we did that which on the 5th. And then we, do it, we did... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the 7th was The Daleks. Yeah. And then Friday Night And yeah. we did... Yeah, we did. We did that We had, we had one day in between.
3: Well, because that day in between, I actually watched the rest of Unearthed a Child, which I was... Yeah. wonderful because I watched that that night and then the next night I got to play along <laughs> to the Daleks so I almost went on and watched Mission or er, not Mission Unknown.
1: Uh, Edge of Destruction yes Edge of Destruction but I didn't I just caught up on shows that Wednesday I'm still behind on some mm-hmm. I'm caught up on Arrow now which is a phenomenal phenomenal
0: um
3: series God, so good, good. um I saw Thor Dark World this weekend, which <coughs> as you guys did as yes.
2: well.
1: Yes. Oh. Sean saw something Sean, shocking. Sean have, should I stay have, off the internet I while have, we're I doing I this. I have
2: news for later. Danger. No, Danger. I have a news story. So. You shouldn't do that.
1: That's no. not fair.
3: That's why we have pre show meetings. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: what'd should, you think
3: of, you should have discovered it ten minutes ago. <laughs> I am <was> still looking. <laughs> You're
1: what, too what, slow. What do right? you think of Thor Dark World? I yeah, love we I went and saw Thor.
3: I loved it. Yeah. It was, uh, um, I, I loved the first Thor, don't get me wrong. This was like three times better. Yeah. And uh, this really it a, had the.
1: Was, was very. Excuse me. Was that a car? <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh my gosh. It was a bumblebee. Wow, it sounded like a low flying plane. <laughs> um, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I liked it better than Iron Man 3, even though I liked Iron Man 3. But what Iron Man 3 and Thor Dark World both have going for them. Is they have that Avengers feel? They have that epic feel with yeah. the, the right amount of humor and fun, and they they're really doing these films correctly now. They were great films before. Now they're doing they've they've well, set the bar high. Yeah, and they're and continuing and that they're trend. continuing that trend. And Thor: Dark World was was uh, w- right along that trend. It, it's it's beautifully shot. It's uh it's a lot of fun. It's I I think it's I don't think I quite get the Loki love.
1: Of it's a little dark. I I don't, yeah, oh
3: yeah. I don't think I quite get the Loki love that's out there now. I like Loki. I liked him as a character. He was fine. I think he's being overused. In fact, they went back and added Loki scenes to this. See,
1: I didn't, I didn't feel like any of it was forced in at and extra
3: scenes. Spoilers. I'm going to say it Spoiler, right now. Spoilers. If spoilers. You spoilers, seen this, now.
1: spoilers.
3: I did not want it to. I did not want that Loki scene to end that way, the way that it does in the film. That's all I'll say. I think (laughs) it's well. It's not, but it it carry it. I think they're gonna. Loki is on a fan high right now. Everybody loves Loki, which is fine. I I appreciate that. And again, I think Tom Hiddleston does a fantastic job, and he's a great Loki. But I think they're gonna overkill that character because I was quite surprised that he was the villain in Avengers. I expected him to come back in this. uh, We're gonna gonna, but we're gonna get him in the send out that he got in this movie initially. And then that be the end of it, in my opinion.
1: That, that could be. It uh, was very, very comic book esque the way. And how they set it up for the next Thor yeah. made me very excited. And I don't think outside of the Thor universe, we're not going to see him again. He's not coming back for Avengers. Too. Yeah, no, I don't and, think we will. And but, they would be overusing him if he does come back for other stuff. I think they're going to. It'll be overused in Thor, but. But know. overall, great,
3: wonderful film. I loved it. I loved both of the, the little the little uh, teases we
2: got. Um, yeah, once again, um, stay through the credits. Yes, because the <laughs> All the, way the, the
3: mid-credits credits. Uh, surprise is not the last of it, so... Ish. <coughs> Still missing Agent Coulson in the movies, though,
1: <laughs> even though he's on my <laughs> but, TV but, every week. But you know there's going to be a, an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that falls deals with the fallout of Thor. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah there cool. is. That'll be cool. And I really yeah. hope it's that beast. Yeah. That would be a great episode. <laughs> that would be good. And especially the way the final scene ends, or the final scene Here's spoilers, after the credits. Right here. <laughs> I'm not saying what it is, just the way the way the post credit scene ended, they could do a lot with it. Yeah, I think so too. That's I not be, what they'll do, but e- that's what they should Even some cameos do. No, would be really cool. That's what they should
2: do. I was actually a little surprised that um, there was so little shield in this movie not that I'm well, well, what but, was
1: nice was there was so there, there really wasn't a lot of it set on earth unlike yeah. the last one yeah the last one was almost 50-50 this one was two thirds and
3: a third yeah. I'll tell you right now I'm not surprised and here's the reason especially after I saw the preview for Winter Soldier uh,
0: Captain America Winter Soldier be, be, it's yeah. going to
3: be very heavy shield and we've got shield going on on television now because Iron Man 3 didn't have much shield in it as we as well That's that's just it. So I think you... you, Well, we had some S.H.I.E.L.D. references in both of these films. Yeah. Yeah. A lot lot of name-dropping. Which is perfect, because we've got a S.H.I.E.L.D. series going on on TV right now, so we're getting a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. that way. Looks like we're going to get a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. You can uh, really oversaturate. Sol- yeah, exactly. And they're doing that right; they're playing that out right. So that that's been done well. So I appreciate and that.
1: B- and because they're not heavily lacing everything with shield, is why I don't think they're going to be heavy-handed with Loki anymore. I would agree. I, th- I think we're not going to see him again until Thor three, right. whenever that is. Um, I th- I I, th- I thought the director did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kenneth Branagh could have directed this.
2: Not with the same epic feel and scope no. and action orientation. What well, well, Branagh, well, well, was
1: Branagh was brought to, right to the first film was the character exploration and depth and Shakespearean feel to it. Well, and the visuals. And the visuals.
3: I think that he he painted a picture of Asgard. Yes. Which was appropriate. And what happened here is that they took that and ran with it, and really and even oh, just broadened yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. See, I, honestly, I, I don't think Asgard was quite as pretty. It was. Oh, it, it was still epic and majestic and all that, but it wasn't. It wasn't You're talking about in the first film, as in the first film. Yeah, yeah. As in the first film. Yeah.
3: Yes, I agree. But they made they they this one is shifting from royalty to mil- militaristic,
1: and that's why I think yeah. they made that choice. Well, and and you can also, I can justify that in the fact that. There's been chaos in the Nine Realms ever since the first door. Mm-hmm. So things, they, they, they can't, they aren't on Asgard as much to make things shiny. I love that that's, that was sure, his explanation okay. when, uh, what's her name? Nellie Portman's character? Jane.
3: Jane. When Jane goes up and says, that's for, you've been gone for long, so long, and she <laughs> slaps him and does all that thing. It's, well, I've been, uh, you know, fighting. Or trying to bring uh, peace, to the, nine peace to the Nine Realms,
1: and he goes, that's oh, a, okay, That's well, that's a good excuse.
2: His excuse is, go. that one doesn't suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, my only complaint, really, with the movies, and I had this complaint with the first one, uh, I thought they did better with the Jane character this time around.
2: She had a lot more to do, as opposed to just being the Jane. the middle the, was, the
1: middle for her was great. It was the beginning and the end, where she was all "woe is mm-hmm. me." He's not here. I did not like the way they handle it because yeah. the there was other, very the, little of that. The character we get every time else in the film, she's not that way. Yeah, but it's just, and they don't treat any. None of the other female characters in the Marvel Universe have that sort of. Because there are no other females in the Marvel Universe that aren't badasses <laughs> well, she is just as much even Pepper is a she badass is, but, but woman but Jane Foster is just as much a badass painted in the uh, she's, see, she's set up as a badass and set up every much equal she's, Thor. She's set up as a, No,
3: she's set up as a very confident woman and a, and a smart, intelligent. intelligent woman but, but she, she's she not set up as that. a badass and she doesn't need to she doesn't need to be no. I like having that type of character in this universe
1: I just think they undercut the character I, uh, now,
2: if there's any character that was undercut, I, th- I think the professor. Uh, what's his name? Eric. Uh, Eric yeah. Selvig. Selvig. Yeah. Uh, I, no, don't see, get me wrong. I enjoyed I dis- him, and he, he, beca- he became he great perfect. comedic relief. But I was like, mm.
3: I actually didn't expect to see very much Eric Selvig. I, yeah, I, I, he I got, a he got he lot would be more farming. out of it. Yeah. So Listener I was glad.
2: I was so glad. I had a good. It, may, in my it head. makes. Don't get me wrong. It makes sense from the previous, you know, following up Avengers, I can understand why he goes the way he wow, goes. Wow, what but happened to you? I had a god in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when, when I, after they showed him on TV, <laughs> I kind of thought that was all we were going to get of it. Yeah, I kind of yeah, thought I thought that's, that's how too. they were writing him out. So, the fact that he actually shows up is cool. Um, I think the I Stanley cameo was wonderful. The Stanley cameo was wonderful. I think I had
3: more
1: I fun you watching back? this than I did Iron Man Three.
3: Oh, I think so too. It was it was a lot more fun. There were well, part of that's because Joss was brought into, oh, yeah, and you true. could tell what lines Joss sweetened <laughs> sweetened
1: up. You could you could totally tell what lines he had got his fingers on.
2: Um, I thought Chris Short did a really good job.
1: I felt like I thought he did a good job, but it felt like there wasn't much for him to do. But no. that's just the role. No. That's just standing around
2: being the bad guy. That's pretty yeah. much it. You know, look menacing. Okay.
3: Another wonderful cameo from uh, uh, another actor, even though it was not actually his character, but yeah. the portrayal of his character. That, was, that was fantastic. That shocked the heck out of me. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I saw that, I was like, wow, that's great. They got him in to do that. Just that little part so that they could make that. Yeah, I have a feeling that was a Josh
1: influence as well. I can I see that. I totally yeah. think that was a Josh influence.
2: I'm still a little upset that Thor's group of friends, who get are, are obviously get the much. most... Coolest guys in the galaxy don't do a whole lot, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they just don't get to go out and, <laughs> when, when they were setting everything up and the plan mm, was forming. Yeah. I was, I was all and then just one by one, each one we, of them that we stopped local mold said, If you betray, <laughs> and then the last guy, <laughs> yeah,
3: the guy
1: didn't
2: obviously, there's a line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I I really liked Zach Levi in that role. <clears throat> he, I don't know if he's the right arrow guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's because I like him as a person. Prince Baron, yeah, yeah Prince Baron, we'll go that way too. I, I thought he did a better job than the guy, the other guy, than Prince Charming. That's
2: a, oh, is that a replay? I didn't even yeah, realize he, it was a he, replay. Yeah, he, uh, guy, I thought, I he, looked beforehand, beforehand, I thought I he, he looked different. I thought he looked a bit different.
1: Who played? Him in the first one is on Once Upon a Time. Now oh. I think that's why he didn't come back because he's Prince Charming on Once Upon a busy. Time. I okay. see that
3: because I, I I kept looking at him going he doesn't quite look like this he did in the first movie. So
1: okay, that would explain that.
2: I have two small <laughs> that's complaints Oh, <laughs> I have two small complaints. Okay, there were many visual effects sequences which felt lifted from other films. Did you see 2D or 3D? I saw it in 2D. Okay. Um, sure. Specifically, when he's explaining to her about the Convergence and they're standing there on that beautiful Balchus Tyranny that looks out over the lake on Naboo. That's a good
3: point. I hadn't thought about it. I didn't see that. It. it
2: was Star Wars. It was totally. That, that well, was the Naboo. sound of some
3: of those ships were Star Wars. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's
2: my other complaint yeah. is that these cool elf ships, which I love the design. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love yeah, it whenever you give me something that's not. Because I'm a very classical brained thinker if you're going to put a wing on one end of a building you mm-hmm. got to have a wing on the other that's just mm-hmm. kind of how my head works and so anytime you throw something at me that doesn't look like that at all it's just like ooh, cool like a b-wing fighter like a b-wing
1: mm-hmm. and and which is well, what that that's yeah. kind of what they reminded <laughs> me <laughs> of design but,
2: yeah but i, I love PL, the fact yeah. that, that they just went off and did that and you know uh, even just the scale and size and mass of these things like when it's dragging through the the water and mm-hmm. crashes up toward the end and mel goes Really, you couldn't have flown like three feet higher off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, "If my ship was pretty much impervious to whatever you threw at it, I'd crash into things all the time on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd drag that tail end down there. Ha ha ha! I trout up your yard, you know. But I love well, the design of the ship. But some then of that they made to the that fact noise. That Thor didn't
3: quite have the flight. Well,
2: yeah, but too. But then they made that noise. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a yeah, pod racer. Yeah, darn it. Yeah. So, note for movie makers, we recognize oh, I got, I got all those things. I got the impression
1: that the sound was more of the Asgard ships. Than the, no yeah, ships. the Asgard so ships they, were the ones doing... They,
2: they, they, they were all pod racers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like when they use the,
2: the, the Jurassic Park raptor noises and stuff. It's like, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Don't bring that and trot it out and pretend it's a new monster. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dinosaur. I got that one. Other than that, it was a great movie and very enjoyable, and I thought everybody did a good job, and it was a lot of fun to watch and I enjoyed it much more than I thought I was going to because I was kind of worried about this one for some reason. I was quite worried
3: about this one too especially since Iron Man 3 did so well and looked so good Yeah. and then I thought okay here's that Thor because of those first films when they all came out I loved Iron Man I liked Iron Man 2 Oh don't forget Hulk. I liked Hulk yeah okay I liked Incredible Hulk and when the Thor came out I thought that was the one I was concerned about but they addressed a lot of my concerns and so I was okay but I was more of a concern from a Movie point of view, not necessarily this? a comic book fan yeah. like I am. How are they going to do this so they could sell this to the people? And they did a great job with it. And so that was, but that was the one that kind of dipped down for me in the okay, that was a, a good movie. And then I came back on Captain America and went, oh, that was a great movie. And then obviously Avengers was just phenomenal. So I thought the same thing was going to happen here. I thought we were going to do a little dip in Thor here, especially since they didn't have. The same director, the same yeah. writers, and, and whatnot. But then when I heard Joss had come in and kind of got his hands on the script, I thought, okay, that's that was a smart move on their part yeah, because it was. they recognized that they had some pieces of this film that just weren't quite working, and they were excited to bring Joss in and say, "Hey, can you fix this for me?" In fact, he and came the director in and fixed, was, he, yeah, there was the director that brought him in, and the, I can't remember the director's name, uh, but Alan came, Taylor, yeah, Taylor came in and said, in fact, he said this in an interview, he so said we had Joss come in to rewrite a couple of lines. He came in to, to see how everything was going. And we said, well, we've got you here. We've got a couple of scenes that aren't working. And John said, well, let me see what I can do. And he took a look at the script and he rewrote re- 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 a couple of things. And he said, okay, let's try this. And they tried it and they said it was phenomenal. And before he left, they said, well, actually, let's can we have you do a couple more things? And so they actually kept him on. <laughs> Josh is trying to get out of there, and they keep hanging and bringing him back on it. Well, can you rework this for us and see what we can do here? And I think that's what that's what did it. That see, was what made a very what could have been just a really dark foreboding. Yes you know intense sad film
1: turned into this these the light pieces in the right spots i think that was uh, and, and that's that's a smart thing for the director who didn't also write the script i think yeah. that i think that's the smart move there is that they got this very competent very talented director and it was the story issues they were having a problem with so and he recognizes that mm-hmm. and since he didn't feel certain loyalties to I don't want my baby changed. Right. He was willing to bring someone in and do this. It, and that's why I hope they really get him back for the third one. It speaks mounds for a director, too, to go to another director, even even if it's just
3: story, to say, hey, I need a little help with my film. Because a lot of times directors will figure out a way yeah. to make it, okay, I don't like the way the story's going here. I'm the director. I'm going to make a change here. It's very admirable to see him say, Josh, can you help me on this? And justice it, it, it shows that the... The, the, the teamwork. The team is doing it right over there at Marvel. Yeah, they have this mentality of we're all in this together. We're working together, and I think that that's going to carry over. And they're going to say, Fox, Sony, you've got these properties. We want you to do what you want with them, but can we? Let's let's all work together on this and make some real money. We'll bring these characters in and get them some. I, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised not in the next Avengers movie, but I wouldn't be surprised in the next. Avengers movie down the line, as Sony realizes they're onto a good thing, and Fox realizes they're onto a good two thing. That we see some cross characters, not as main characters, but as cameos, because it, Disney's going to realize that we can we can help these guys out and bring draws to our films and Fox and Sony I, are going to say, you know what? If we play along, this is only going to benefit our. films. I, I
2: guarantee you, by the time Avengers three rolls out, we'll have Spider Man on the. Avengers. I, I
3: think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. If. If every company could have the same relationship that Disney has with Paramount, they have been in bed together for years. They are very friendly, and they know how to use each other. In fact, they, they cross-distribute a lot because they know that they don't have the money to distribute both here and you know, domestically and worldwide. And so they'll split distribution a lot of times, and it works for them. And if they if they can develop that relationship and, and get past that competitiveness, you still got to have that competitive edge. Don't get me wrong, because you're making money. But if you can get past that and cooperate a little bit, yeah. everybody's going yeah. to benefit. And the fans are going to benefit, and the fans are going to appreciate you for it, too.
1: What's What's also very promising is, while it didn't reach what I saw was estimated box office for the weekend, it still did 21 million more than <coughs> First Thor did. Oh, good.
2: Oh, wow.
1: So, that's very promising. Well, I, think, I think also for the coming Thor off con- the Avengers, but... But for the Thor franchise, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, that's promising. promising. Yeah. Well, at least... I think get a third one. I agree. agree. Oh,
2: yeah, we'll we'll get a third one.
1: Did you do anything else? I
2: saw Ender's Game. Oh, you did? Is that out this week? It was out out two two weeks weeks ago.
3: Get out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of quietly opened. It didn't open very. Big. It didn't open
2: it, 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 well. It, it did. It was number one in its. Uh, it was number week. one,
1: but it wasn't uh, but number it one was, with the bullets. Yeah,
2: it was, it was. It was. I think it made like 21, 25 million or something opening week, and it, it, it dropped the five I this week. No, no yeah, idea. It was that respectable, but it's yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> it's very very good. It's um, you've read the book. Right? <laughs> thought I did.
3: You didn't. Did I tell that story on here?
1: Uh-uh. No.
3: Yeah, thought but I read but, that book. You had not read the book? And for years and years and years, well... It was number one with 27 million.
2: 27 million.
3: The last several years, I've been excited about this movie. I mean, this is great. It was a great book. Wonderful book. I kept telling Holly about it. Yeah, we're going to go see this because this is a great story. I love this. I'm so glad they're finally doing a movie out of this. And then I saw the first trailer and I went, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, there's Harrison Ford. I don't remember that. What's oh, Ben Kingsley. I don't remember that. So I thought, what am I remembering? So then I saw another trailer. And I didn't remember any of it. And I went, I must have read another Orson Scott Card <laughs> book. And I sure don't remember any of it.
0: I still don't know what I read. Did, did you maybe read Speaker for the Dead?
3: No, I think I read... Is he Did he do the Outland books? I must have read the first uh, one of I the think Outland I think did the
2: books, yeah.
3: I must have read the first one of that. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I have not read the book. All I have uh, t- it, it was up until about three months ago that I realized I hadn't read the book.
2: Okay. Well, <laughs> first some backstory. Um... Ender's Game, as a book, is one of those life-altering moments. It's Dark Tower esque. Mm-hmm. It is that big of a, 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 a influential boom mm-hmm. in, in your, and it's a huge hole in your literary. So you have to, you have to go rectify. Yeah, well, that. I definitely, you, you I know that was another
3: thing is when I realized I hadn't read the book. I thought, Oh, I should read this before I did the movie.
2: <laughs> it is <laughs> one of a very small handful of books I've read more than once. Oh. And I, it helps that I did. I was right. It's kind of like when you see Star Wars at that age it and it impacts you that way. Series? That's what you asked me. Why. It, like it might have been Pathfinder.
0: I, could... I don't
3: remember. It's been several years. And, in fact, it might have been more years than Ender's was, existed. Because Ender's is still relatively a new book. I mean,
1: mm, within the last 20 years. 85.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> it's older than I thought it was. <laughs>
2: well, I, this I, would have been in the 90s that I read. It was read. his first book. I I read Ender's Game. And Ender's was? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I read Ender's Game and, and was right at that age, like when you, you, Star Wars influences you. I, I was it. right at that age well, when I read it. I was a little older, but I, I was still right in there, and it, it really had this profound effect on me. It is a colossal, amazing read. Uh, even Chrissy raved about it on her blog. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, just you know, so, right, you, so you, you, you've, got, you've got my recommendation, you've got a librarian's recommendation, you got to read the book. The movie is extremely well done. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Oh, sorry. It wasn't. It's, it's beautiful. Um, it, it, Harrison Ford is fantastic. H. Butterfield is a phenomenal actor, uh, especially when you realize here's this kid holding his own against Harrison Ford and Ben Kingsley. And, I mean, it's just it, really, really well done. It doesn't have the same emotional punch that the book does. Okay. But I honestly believe that it's probably as close as we're going to get, because the book really is unfilmable. It's really one of those that as much as I've always wanted to see somebody tackle it and do it in film, I've always had that, I don't know that you can do this right, because there's so much. Um, The movie ends in really, I mean, it's like two hours and 20 minutes. It feels like you could have had another hour worth of stuff in there Mm. just because there's so much that didn't get touched on from, Mm -hmm. from the book. But it's very, very, very good, and it's very well done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I highly recommend the movie. And right. and you could watch the movie first, and I think it would just kind of wet your appetite to go read go, go read the book. So okay, I'm off my soapbox now. But yeah, we'll <laughs> give it a try. We we did that this week. But yeah,
3: you know, that it just that really kind of opened silently. I'm kind of I'm kind of dismayed by that.
2: Well, I think the studio the
1: studio well, it did claims it open that the same not, week in those Free Birds.
2: <laughs> the studio claims that they're not hyping it as that young adult novel movie. Yeah. And it did draw a fairly hardcore sci-fi audience, or versus well, Scott got card it audience. It also had some
1: controversy. There's some
2: controversy about it because yeah. of, of some comments that that, that were made. Um, but um, yeah, I, 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 I hope that it's just finding its its you know mm-hmm. its audience is coming. It might not come until video, but <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: go
2: good. go see it. It's totally worth seeing.
3: Keith, what'd you do?
1: I didn't, I didn't really do anything else. Thor Duck
3: World and... Caught up on shows. Caught up on shows. You didn't say that. I mean,
1: maybe yeah. you've already gone. I went. All right. uh, Sarah and I just chilled today. Well, then maybe we'll move on to news. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did
1: you do anything else other than Thor? Or uh Game? I
2: was Ender's Game. game? Ender's game was, uh, I watched a lot of stuff. We watched a lot of Justice League this week. Yeah, playing, I playing you guys K- were show. watching
1: it when we came over Friday.
2: um did not if you t- have to reach for stuff? No, yeah. I know, did, did not uh, take part in all the tweet alongs just because we had such a busy week with because yeah, uh, we actually had the a funeral work. and everything this funeral. week. Yeah. um, but yeah, no, that was about it. Okay,
3: all right, well, let's move on to news. I want to go first,
2: okay? Because <laughs> uh, I just found it. This is what you were laughing at me. Uh, update for galley. Oh, okay. And what's prompted this is they did make a notification that um, if you have bought your tickets for Galley, that you may be wondering, how come I haven't received my collector's postcard as of yet? And they made the decision that, well, because it's sold out, we don't feel the need to do the expense of sending out a postcard, you know, (laughs) promoting it.
0: We've already got Um, your money. They'll
2: send a reminder come later in, 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 I think, January. They said they'll send a little reminder, don't forget Galley's next month. Um, but they do have a couple of new guest announcements okay. for 2014. Uh, and this was announced the 5th, so we missed it uh, by about a week. Uh, David Banks, who uh, re- was re- re- renowned, Keith's favorite, favorite, favorite Who actor of all time, because in the later classic series years, he was the cyber leader. Oh, okay. Every time the I... Cybermen showed <laughs> up, David I knew Banks I was there. Him. Uh, and uh, he's apparently also written a book, Doctor Who Cyberman, which is largely considered the official history. Uh, but he will be there. Uh, Rico Ross, uh, who played the Ringmaster in Greatest Show in the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> hope he raps for him. <laughs> uh, and then apparently they have also confirmed Deborah Watling would be returning. Oh, wow, cool. uh, good. She was a lovely. So they're going to, uh, because they found Enemy of the World and Web of Fear, so they're going to bring I need her to find a to way to
3: go back so that I can uh, go back and talk to her again because I didn't get to go back and talk <laughs> to her when she
2: got shuffled off last yes. time. So, small update, but there there is that.
1: Cool. Speaking of Cybermen, I did pick up two in the Cybermen Special Edition. Yes, you did. He came in and saw me at work. Yeah, I was like going to come in Friday. Like yeah, mention. I was going to come in <laughs> Friday, and ended up, I, was,
3: I was up so late on Thursday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's your own fault. Um, yeah. You know, oddly enough, James uh, rented it. Because we oh, also got in the the, 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 the beginnings the box. box. Right? And so he went ahead and rented it, because he's like, I haven't seen some of these in forever. So he went and watched Under the John. I kept telling him, you know, they're doing the Daleks tonight. You could probably jump on. And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll do that. And I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't
1: know. I, I, he, uh, I didn't see did. him tweet.
2: Um, but he, I think he
1: would have said something uh, Friday Night Who.
2: He told me he's been kind of working his way through it, watching a little bit in the mornings before he leaves for school or work or whatever. And he says, oh, yeah, I think I'm, I don't know, somewhere up to part, Six or seven. I was like, "Have they jumped over the gorge yet?" And he started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, he was up to that point. One at a time. Keith and I both observed that it was a
3: quicker watch this time. Really, now part of that's because you're having fun. You're tweeting along, but it went really fast, (laughs) except for episode six, (laughs) is still just as long as it was the first time we watched it. That
0: would be the
3: I
1: I think it was during episode six that I got up and updated my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, we're jumping across the gorge here. I'll <laughs> oh, be back. I'll be back.
2: <laughs> well, I think we, we really were under the delusion that it was a four-parter. And then we were like, no, no, it must be six. And then it went to seven. We were like, oh my god, this thing is never going to happen. So. <laughs> yeah, when you
3: know it's seven, he said this. When you know it's, when you so know it's seven. When you know it's, it's, yeah, you, you know, really know what you're getting way. into.
1: I, w- <laughs> I was getting my picture for an upcoming <clears throat> uh, ABC's a classic Doctor Who and I forgot that Keys of Marinus was six parts mm-hmm, until I yeah, popped it in yeah. I thought it was four for some reason
3: alright well exciting news at Galley then so, yeah. alright next up is a big trailer
4: came out two this week, big finally. trailers
3: uh, actually yes
1: two and one a day. teaser <laughs>
0: and
3: a mean, teaser
1: a clip what clip did, did I miss something it was before did we, did oh that was it? the one with him
3: and Jen uh, 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 yeah it was like 10 Clara. seconds yeah that's right
1: I did see that one too um Well, it was Victoria's credentials. Yes. Pretty much all that was said. Right. And a puzzling look. What do you guys think of the trailer?
3: Ooh, it's exciting! I was I was I, hesitant to go in and watch it because I thought, God, I we're really so want to close. spoil myself. Yeah, we're just this close. So you know, we've gone this long. And you know what? <laughs> anticipating the trailer,
1: I don't feel like I know anything more about the oh, episode. Oh, I think than I, I think
3: know I think, a lot more. I don't. About I, the I don't feel like
1: I know anything more than I knew uh, before.
3: I, I think we're definitely. We. I think this confirmed we're getting time war. End of the time war. Uh, I think this definitely confirmed that. To me, this definitely confirmed that there will be no other doctors. But I'm hoping that I, Sean's still right. I saw a post somewhere us. online
1: with a picture that was saying, Could this be eight?
3: Yeah, it's not.
1: It's strikingly <laughs> familiar. It strikingly resembles the Shadow him. in the
3: background. No, no, yeah. it's,
1: it's no it's no no no. no. It's that a, was the one I was th- oh, no, they this were talking is, about.
3: It. Oh no, this is actually the one I've seen floating online is at what they're saying is the fall of Arcadia. And there's a woman facing this way, there's a man running this way, and there's a guy that's shuffling the woman off, and he's got just like a... uh, He almost looks like he's just like regular Gallifreyan Regale, not even Time Lord Regale. And he's shuffling her off, and it's almost a profile view, and it looks very similar to Paul McGann, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Although, if that is Arcadia, the Doctor tells uh, when he's making the... uh, Was it Donna he's talking to? I was there at the Fall of Arcadia.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But I think this pretty much... This made me... Fall more to the side of the, we're just not going to get any of the classic doctors in this whatsoever. So
1: I don't think we are either.
2: I, I think uh, I, I was the same way. I, didn't, I, watch it. I way. didn't watch it until just before the show. Oh really? Tonight, oh, because I was I was so oh, I've been paranoid watching it about, all weekend. <laughs> I was <laughs> so I, paranoid. About, I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to spoil. And I asked Mel. I was like, so this trailer leaked while we were doing Friday Night Who, but then they officially released it the next <laughs> day. Do we want to watch it? She's like, hell no, I don't want to watch that. And I was like, okay, good, because I don't think I would do either. But then I kind of. You know, because everybody else has watched it and everybody yeah. else is talking about it on yeah. Twitter and Facebook. It's and this, this shot Everybody else is going on Yeah, people
1: are expecting yeah, oh, not. No, that's him. not the
3: one that's flying all over the place. <laughs> that's the one I saw a rumor. <laughs> um, this is the one. That's only know. one. Because that's actually the doctors walking into... Uh, this that's is the, the one. one you're talking and about. This I is could the see... Because everybody's circling it and saying this is him. I can I I see can how... See it. it looks very similar. It's not him. It doesn't look like it's definitely him, but I can see where people getting that hope.
1: Oh, people jump to those conclusions yeah. very
2: quickly.
3: That is the one
2: though. But yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Keith. There was a lot of stuff presented and a lot of stuff I, it, my, 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 Honestly, my gut reaction was underwhelmed for as much as everybody else had built it up. By the time I finally, alright, let's watch real, it. I was just like, eh. I, it, oh, it, it didn't, it didn't have that. that. Epic. Well, it does. It makes but, me very excited. For yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm still excited for it, but just as a trailer. Hmm. Yeah, you know, when when it came up with the save the day at the end, I didn't have goosebumps like I did from the classic fiftieth trailer teaser whatever it was. Uh, the that, celebration. The, the celebration one gave me goosebumps. Well, the celebration this, one
3: more was the goosebumps because it would just went back over the entire.
2: Well, and and it feels regalia. more. I don't know it feels more appropriate for a fiftieth anniversary. This one almost felt like eh, it's an episode, another episode. Yeah, yeah. I can
3: <laughs> see that. It, it, it kind of had that feel. That.
2: Cool. Now. I kind of agree with Keith that I don't know that there's much I, I, I don't feel spoiled. I think they solidified some stuff that we kind of have suspected. Did you, did you expect
3: to see Bad Wolf Rose? Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah. I really did. I knew
3: the Bad Wolf would play into this. I didn't expect well, it was I didn't expect trailer. to see the glowy eyes. Yeah. Well, what, it obviously well, on, was in the trailer. On, on the poster. It was just, but it just said Bad Wolf. So I knew that, that, that they so, were going to use it. So, but the Daleks are separate, in this. Right? We knew the Daleks were in yeah, this. And know, that's what. Like when, when, when
2: the Daleks were running around through I didn't the expect rubble, to see correct.
3: the heart of the TARDIS still materialized in, in Rose. I did not expect to see that. I, I never gave a thought about that. I never, Rose and never and expected man, to see that. I, uh, I, I still wasn't entirely sure they'd go the whole time war route. But there's going to be a lot more of the time. There's going to be a lot more time events. war
2: than what I think. There's a lot more taking had, place but... on
3: Gallifrey than I sort of expected because I just had this whole you know Victorian setting. We've got Queen Elizabeth uh, the see, first.
1: I, I don't necessarily know if there will be. I some, were there, there's going to be some, but
3: I, I, think, I think there's going think it's going to be about half and half. I don't think it's gonna that's be. How that I mean, that's how I'm coming off on this one. I, I, we're gonna I'm get the We're gonna the get the Star- see
1: every, everything. There's every, a, a lot more. more every, every,
2: everybody's a lot jumping more on that one, going, "Oh, the moment! The moment! The, you know, she says the moment is near. Whatever. I think
1: we're gonna get 15 minutes of the time, more, and that's prepared. it. The moment is. The moment is, the is, near. The moment is near. near. The moment is near. The moment
2: is near. The moment is coming. Whatever she says. The moment is coming. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it's the most. You know why?
3: It's because you guys don't want to ruin the mystery of the Time War. And I've always said, no, I think I mean, I'd really like to see think some about more of this get. Time War. I know, I,
2: I, I know, I'd, I'd like it. to see some more of it, but I, don't I also don't, I don't, I don't want to know everything. I don't. But I'll tell all. you,
3: here's what I want to happen now because I haven't listened to Dark Eyes, but everybody I've ever seen uh, review it said that it really feels like a lead up to the to the um, Time War, and I hope that's true. And I hope that what they do is they finally address the time war in the s- series proper now, and then we're done with it. And then I think that they need to do Dark Eyes 2, and that focuses on McGann's involvement in the time war. And I think they need to they need to answer all of those questions. Once, once, we, address once we address proper, it in the series proper, let Big Finish run with Big it. Let Big Finish yeah. run with it. Yeah. I'd, be, Go ahead. I'd Take be okay with that. It. Do it. Let's do it. That's what I think needs to happen. Um
2: Here's here's an interesting.
3: Got, uh, to me, there's going to be more Zygons than I suspected. So. What what
2: what if what if John Hurt is a Zygon? They are shapeshifters. What That's if the doctors are all freaked out over the idea that oh my god, this lost doctor who fought the Time War and did all these horrible things? No, it's a Zygon pulling Could your chain. Could be. That's a good point. And what if Keith plug ears. No. <laughs> the the watcher at the end of uh, you know and mm-hmm. the, laying there after falling off the thing. The yeah. moment has been prepared for. Oh, he does say that, doesn't he? He does say that, doesn't he? <laughs> that would be cool. Ooh. I think you're
3: reading way too much into it. But uh, yeah, I, I, that would be cool.
2: The Watcher was John Hurt.
3: Here's the other thing that I think <laughs> is cool. And this is going to tie into our review of the Demons this week. I'm so glad that I found this out.
2: In this, It's pronounced Diamonds. You know who the
3: girl that, that's what wearing this? the Fourth Doctor scarf is? You know who she is? Her name on IMDb, she's scientist like Irma Osgood. Yeah, I saw that. I think she is Sergeant Osgood from the Demon's Daughter. <laughs> it's spelled exactly the same way. I just say Osgood. Yeah, Osgood. that's right. It's Osgood. Okay. Yeah, Osgood. I think they're going they're doing this nice little subtle tie. Okay. She's she's now the scientific advisor. She's the
2: what descendant. happened to Malcolm? I don't know. I fired him. Well, he probably went into private. He he, he, he developed a Malcolm. He saved the world as, as a, and uh, moved on. <laughs> and, and, now he's, and now he's working in private right. industry, making a lot of money. Right, that, that's what right. it is.
3: Um, I did think that was cool. All of the shots of the companions that are on that back wall of unit. I thought that was pretty neat. That's a neat little nod. See, I didn't, I didn't see notice that. that. Yeah, when they walk in, and I had to see. I it was, it was. Somebody meant
2: in fact, watched, I don't remember any unit I watched the trailer. Stuff, I watched so, the trailer. Oh, there's, the, there's the one shot
3: where they walk into a that room. Of, it depends on if you
2: I've, I've not. I've, see, I've yeah. I watched it once before we came here. I went, in, so. I
3: went into this and I watched it several times and then I got on the internet and started looking people started pointing out, hey, did you see this? Did you see that? So then I watch it again and I go, okay, they're talking about those pictures on that back wall and it's a lot more clear that you know, one of them at least is, is uh, um, Well, Martha better be up on Caroline that. John. I can't remember who else who else was there. I mean, you can't it. see him very quick. but
2: yeah, I, saw, um, I saw Daleks and John Hurt. That's pretty much all I heard. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, we got Zygon and, and, and Rose obviously. and a Zygon.
2: That's, that's all. I we remember. got very little
3: of uh, the guy that's playing uh, Queen Elizabeth. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, we got very little of Kate too. But they announced she was. I just saw no Donna, which everybody's speculating
1: that Donna's in this. I don't know why. Didn't see any other doctors. <laughs> see, I, th- I, th- I think a good trailer gives away a lot of excitement without giving away a lot of the plots. And that's why I don't think we're going to get a lot of time more. Is because a lot of the action of this story is going to be the time war, And so that's going to be a very small part of the actual episode.
3: I get to say ha-ha in two weeks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> You're <were> wrong. <laughs> we'll see.
2: I wonder if uh, Russell T. Davies has a, a, a co-writing credit. I don't know because there's, a, brought, Cause there's they, a lot of, Moffat has borrowed a lot. A I think lot he wants to tie
3: it. up some loose ends. I think that's what it boils down to. Be like
2: why the TARDIS exploded? Interestingly enough, <laughs> this feels no, like going to wait for Christmas. No, I wait. Know. This one feels
3: <laughs> like Moffat is tying up loose ends from the RTD era, and Chris the Christmas himself. special he'll be tying up r- uh, loose ends from his era. That's really in the way I feel like he's playing this out. I like that. I like that a lot.
2: To unravel a whole new sweater. For I the hope next so. That's what needs <laughs> to happen. That'll be great.
1: I'm not seeing this where all the pictures are. Could have blocked who Um, have got a
3: trailer one and trailer two breakdown. Both was, trailers are great. I thought the second trailer was the a lot second better. The second trailer is much it's a lot better, better. The,
2: the, yeah. the first trailer is too. It's very it's cramped. TV trailer. Well, yeah. The second because, oh, one is more yeah. of a movie trailer. Yeah, I'll give you that because the, uh, we watched the first trailer first and I wasn't impressed with it at all. And I think the reason why is once I saw the second trailer they allowed the separate elements a little more room to breathe Mm -hmm. right at the beginning as opposed to cramming in Daleks, explosions, time Mm -hmm. war, the Doctor's voiceover, and music. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I I couldn't understand any of what was going on. Then I saw the second trailer and went, oh, that's what he said. Now, the BBC A trailer, I'm glad
3: I saw the first two because that one was a piece of junk. It uses all the same clips, but the narrative isn't as well done. And then, of course, you have to slam that Save the day. Save the day. No, 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 no. They don't the, even slam that. They the, say yeah, they yeah. slam that Doctor Who. uh oh, the,
2: they, the bad voiceover November twenty
1: third on <laughs> the Mark Shepard BBC. <laughs> Isn't that Mark Shepard? that's yeah, Mark Shepard.
2: <laughs> not the way Glenn was doing. it <laughs> slam that on the end. No, it's just uh, he just doesn't do a very do good it. voiceover. No, no, I can't do it. But it just they slam it on the, and the end, and lines. I'm like,
5: oh,
3: Doctor that was so Who, abrupt. November twenty third on BBC. Yeah, it's not even that. No, it's not even that rich.
2: But the headphones come No, it's not even that rich.
3: It's Doctor Who. I mean, he's really he's got a little higher voice than that. That's the problem. I've never liked him as a voiceover. Of course, I don't like him as an actor either. <laughs> no, I don't like him as a person. He's a pretty good actor. There you go. All right. <sighs> Anything well, else to talk that. about the trailer? I mean, <laughs> no, I don't exciting think so. stuff. And nope. then, of course, they had the little ident thing. Which, if anybody doesn't know, they put serve between shows to uh, identify to the viewers who you're watching BBC One in this case, and the Doctor breaks into one of them briefly. It's really kind of clever. Yeah. So, cool. Well, let's move on. BBC A has announced that they will virtually be Doctor doing, Who
1: is taking over for the week of the end. They'll virtually anniversary. be doing a
3: lot of the same things that BBC One mm-hmm. will be doing, which is uh, some nice. of the
1: some of the standouts include uh, Tales from the TARDIS. Science of Doctor Who. With Brian Cox?
2: Yes. Not the actor, the astrophysicist. I was way more excited. Because the <laughs> actor
1: will be in a, an adventure in space and time.
2: Yes. Oh, that's which right.
1: Which is
3: premiering, be, too. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who Explained. Well, Brian Cox, the astrophysicist,
1: physicist, has, has already been in that. an episode yeah. of Doctor Who. Also true. Uh, and that there will be a encore of Day of the Doctor, which we kind of expected a primetime encore. Mm-hmm. Uh um the Graham Norton show with Matt and David. And also uh wrapping it up is the eighth Doctor Revisited or Eleventh Doctor Revisited. That'll be on Sunday, right? Yes. Yep. And lots of marathons. Yeah, we got a nine marathon, a ten marathon, and I think three eleven marathons. <laughs> then Keith
3: calls calls it three eleven. They it's, call it part one, part two, part three. It's two eleven marathons and one fan favorite. No. There is then they've changed part this. Part
1: three countdown. That's what
3: I was trying oh, to tell you. <laughs> but this is one one. The only reason they separated is because they've got something in between. That's why. Uh, yeah, I guess make so, well, to me the marathon one a.m. to two one just, to 2 The second part of it has been split up. So. No, it's still three. Oh, 1 a one a.m. to two, oh, 1
2: to 2 oh, all right. Well, I'll in give you the case. There. There's a whole I'll heap of Doctor Who. There's, a, lot. Whole, and there's a, a whole heap, heap lot of The Smith. Is
1: what it is. Yeah. And, yeah, on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. is the top 11 episodes from the 11th Doctor as voted by fans. That's cool. It seems kind idea. of redundant the to follow with it up. The top 11
2: episodes of the 11th Doctor.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems a little redundant to follow it up with the Doctor Eighth, the 11th Doctor revisited. Oh, look, we're going to talk about all these stories we just watched. That's true. <laughs> well, actually, that's Cause not, cause not a bad idea. are going to highlight all That's of not them. a bad well, idea. for those that but don't want to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those that don't want to sit and watch all of them
3: and then what is the 11th Doctor uh, revisited episode that will follow
1: uh, Impossible Astronaut Daily that's right I couldn't
3: remember what it was I knew that we knew what it was oh
2: great the one that completely doesn't reflect anything (laughs) 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 I'm I'm teasing BBCA
3: I I think is doing a nice job presenting uh, on
1: the 50th anniversary very cool so essentially, essentially, you can almost turn on BBC America anytime that week and, and catch Doctor, Doctor Who. Makes me wish I had BBC America. Is, is, is
2: anybody else? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm excited. Fifty third anniversary. It's on all the time. I mean, this was would have been unheard of five years ago, ten years ago. Is anybody else a little upset that it's all new Who?
1: I think they should have done some. I think classics. they should. If, if
2: you're going to put Doctor really, on think, all the time, why not sprinkle a few classics or, or, in there?
1: Or, or even instead of the countdown, but isn't aren't the classics let's, somebody let's else do has a marathon over of all of the revisiteds before the eleventh Doctor revisited? Well,
3: let's let's be fair. Somebody else has some. Um, is running the classics over there now, right? Did not I understand that there's a television network the over there now? BBC two or three or something? No, it's not one of well, the other. Oh, BBC's. BBC
1: four is getting an underfunded child, and that's a big deal. Well, there's some. Well, we'll move on here. In what a little did they bit. do? We'll license them
2: out after they rescued them from Nigeria? That, and decided
1: <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll I'll drop that bomb now because that actually has been put on hold right been now. Cancelled?
1: Well, it's I not
3: cancelled. It's on hold, and the reason being is because of this challenge we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, but if somebody else has oh. it on there, here's my point. If I, somebody can clarify this for me, but if somebody over, to, they're probably doing their own marathon, so it's on your television somewhere. So it makes sense. But why the not BBC, BBC America though? But it makes sense. Well, it makes sense yeah. that the BBC, because BBC America, it still boils down to the fact that they it's make New money. Who. They make money on New Co. on I know. New Who, and because they're making money. So, if you want the, the honest truth, it's what they paid for. To get advertising dollars, to get people to watch, yeah. and they're not going to make that draw with Classic Who. Now, should they do something very late at night? Yes, when they In the don't overnight they, hours. When the when, when the, no one's ads, when the ad, ads well, when the ads are are, are uh, yeah, at smaller uh, cost. Yes, I would love to see that happen. And that's probably what should happen. But no, it does not surprise me, and it doesn't disappoint me because I understand how that
1: works. And aside from the revisited, which is revisited specials, classics have never aired on BBC America. Yeah, from my understand, and it sounds like it was. I'm I, I I I, I, I'm
2: still I'm still very much in that frustrated camp of it's fifty years of television, guys. You've got to acknowledge something other than the last ten. Yeah. I, I just I really I really fall down on that. Yeah. That as, as much as, as much as I appreciate it, as much as I love it, as much as I'm enjoying it, you can't just throw me that half hour special and say we came from this and is, that's know.
3: how BBC America works. Though. I know.
2: And that's
1: how, that's I how know.
3: television works.
2: So, just disappointed.
1: Unfortunately, that's how some fandom works, too. Yeah. It's the bottom bottom dollar what we're what we're shooting for, so. All
3: right. I told you not to open those vintage or those final figures.
4: Oh. Oops.
1: Oops. <laughs> Oops. My computer's trying Next to take on off. Next on the news, the last uh, ebook. Yeah, it's going to be written by Neil Gaiman. Yay. Neil
2: Gaiman. It's
1: called, it called the Nothing O'clock. Nothing
2: O'Clock. The very Neil Gaiman title.
1: Yeah, because it's not the eleventh hour.
2: Nothing. O'clock. I wonder if he'll fix the uh, <laughs> Nightmare and Silver. <laughs> fix it. Yeah. I, I need to go back and rewatch it. The more mm-hmm. I think, the more I dwell on it, the more I'm not
1: happy with it. Okay, but. I did watched it with Caitlin up. and enjoyed
2: it much more the second time. Oh, really? So, yeah. Huh?
1: Okay. Yeah. I'd have more about this, but my computer's. <coughs> here. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Do you guys want a synopsis? No. Okay. All right, next up.
2: <laughs> I wanted a synopsis.
1: All right, give him the synopsis. i got to uh, get my
3: sonic screwdriver ready anyway.
1: Thousands of years ago, Time Lords built a prison for the kin, they made it utterly impregnable and unreachable. As long as the Time Lords existed, the Kin would be trapped forever and the universe would be safe. They had planned for everything. Everything that is other than the Time War and the fall of Gallifrey. Now the Kin are free again and there's only one Time Lord left in the universe who can stop it. I find it interesting Ooh. that it's going to be Amy. I kind of expected it to be Clara. With the new line of books that are Clara and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's Amy. Not even Rory. Just Amy. Cool. Cool. Just Amy. <laughs> just Amy. Well, I like Amy. Don't, don't get me wrong.
2: I don't think that app does what you think it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: trying to get back around because I just discovered something else that's really, really actually super cool.
1: Uh, next up, they... I don't know who they have released. Uh, official. Useless Creations is the name of the company. Well, that's not the BBC. How can it be official? Well, it's, be, it's still licensed by the BBC. <laughs> the official... Uh, Virtual Sonic Screwdriver app. To entertain, does the uh, well, that's true <laughs> DVDs? Oh, but they're still we, officially. We haven't BBC. talked about super massive games officially putting oh, the yeah. axe on. Eternity I Glock didn't think you want to bring it up since yeah. for
2: the possible delay in the last audio go.
1: No, they released it early.
2: No. The eleventh doctor? T- the, t- the time machine may or may not. You're thinking
1: IDW. No, yes. no. The last uh, audio books out. Yeah, yeah it, it released early. It's dropped the time machine. Yeah, they dropped they, it. Oh, they fixed it. Dustin the Doctor. What
2: was yeah. wrong with it? So there were uh, okay. Maybe well, I'm maybe I'm behind. Maybe
1: well, it uh, shut down.
2: Right, because they shut down. And uh, Big Finish had a thing on their Facebook page about because of the going ons with this, we're not sure where we stand with the time machine. And everybody was like, oh well, I hope. Well I hope we get it. And they were just like, We don't know yet. That was the last that I heard. So well, that
3: was like weeks ago though. That was back when they were doing when they before they, they before they actually closed. Oh, they were like, We're in there's there's some question as to where this is going to be. Uh, okay. And they closed last week officially and I thought that was they they were released before. went ahead and pushed it out so that it would it got out there before I may be wrong
1: now, but that's what I, I'm, I'm that's what I to, read. I'm trying to go to Big Finish's website. I haven't been to Big Finish. So. I've, I've out been
2: off sure. the grid, so don't, I, I assumed that was a anyway, official anyway, word, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Continue
3: with your story. There's a lot sorry. of stuff They've,
1: they've got, got a really cool <laughs> Sonic
3: Screwdriver app now for the iPhone, and I'm presuming the iPad, but it'll be the iPhone version of it. And it's really cool because you can see it uses your camera and it puts it in front of the camera, and you can see what you're uh, using it on. And then of course when you light it up, your light comes on. And you can set various frequencies. And if you shake the phone on the 11th doctor screwdriver, it opens up for the
0: readout mode.
3: And what I just found it has, out- it
1: has 10, right? What I discovered
3: was that yeah, you can actually go back and uh, you can go and move over to the next one and it has 10 screwdriver. And you can do all the same things
5: with it.
1: And then,
3: what I found out just as I was loading this app up, again, you can go over one more. And you get the fourth and fifth Doctor's screwdriver. That's not what that sounds like. Get closer. That's it. It's as high as it goes.
1: And then I found, you can go over one more,
3: and you get the third Doctor's sonic screwdriver.
1: Ooh, does it have the first Doctor's?
3: The first Doctor Or the second Doctor? The first Doctor didn't have sonic. And then it if you did go too. over one more, no, you go back to the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, darn.
1: Almost the perfect app. So. Because the other one was
3: a pen light. <laughs>
1: the official virtual sonic so screwdriver. It doesn't make it any less. It would just be a pen light and a torch. I Maybe mean, that's why they didn't add it. They didn't want to burn anything. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised what? they didn't include rivers, actually.
2: I'm not surprised. That's a question. We're not going to ask any questions. <laughs> no, 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 no. No questions.
3: Uh, and then Why finally, it
1: the, the BBC has a lawsuit pending. Yes. It's yes. uh, being challenged over the ownership of the copyright of the TARDIS <laughs> by the son of the author of the first Doctor Who story. The character of the TARDIS. Anthony Coburn. He's claiming that his father created the TARDIS, and that he remembers his father was getting the inspiration for it during a walk in Wimbledon Common, and he believes the BBC is failing to give his father the public recognition that should, by rights, always have been his due for inventing the TARDIS.
3: A little background for the listeners. If you didn't know, back in the day, in the 60s and I think Mm -hmm. even through the 70s, uh. Writers were essentially contracted out. They didn't work necessarily for the BBC. What happened was any of the property that was written for the BBC was sole property of the BBC, with the exception of characters, which is why uh, Terry Nation and the estate retained the right to the Daleks. That's why uh, there are certain characters. The Brigadier, as a matter of fact, was one of them that was retained by the initial writer of the story with the Brig, and so on and so forth. And I think what this man who is challenging is trying to do is to prove the fact that since even in The Doctor's Wife, Neil Gaiman has essentially proven or personified the fact that the TARDIS is a character that his father in the estate is due all of this back uh, money that was not paid to them is essentially where the meat of this is and what lawyers will probably try to argue. Now, will they win? No. But, and the BBC, while they couldn't copyright police boxes, they do have a copyright on the outline of the TARDIS. I don't know if you guys knew that.
2: Oh, it- how much trouble are we in? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think it's the outlining of specific orientation, which we don't use.
1: The time machine, according to the Big Finish website, has not been released. Well, there you
3: go.
2: Maybe it is all. Maybe
3: now
1: I must investigate.
3: More. Sean's onto something. So.
2: It happens occasionally. I hope I'm wrong.
3: Well, that's what? Was that supposed to be out this month? Or was originally supposed to be out this month sometime? Yes. Yeah. Well, I so. thought
2: it was December still. No, 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 no it said it's November. November. It's always November. been November. Yeah. Or I guess it is the, 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 the yeah, because it's the 11th Doctor's story. Well, right. Okay,
1: okay. The Doctor Who, on the Big <clears throat> um, Finish's website, it says, with audio go now in administration we, can, it's administration, we can't comment. What? Administration is what they were in first. Now I, they're in. This was posted November 8th. Oh, okay. And that's most so recent. So they're recent. still, I'm assuming, in administration.
3: Well, uh, they are. Administration means they're done. They're gone. Uh, There's two terms over there that I couldn't remember which one was which, and I don't remember what the first one is. First one meant they were trying to find a buyer. This one means they, it, it, they're insolvent. They're, they're done. They did not uh, find a buyer.
1: And they, so they said, we can't comment further at this on this at the present time, but we hope to make an announcement soon. So. Whoa! I think
3: it's in good hands. Big Finish will figure out a way to distribute it. We just may get it later than sooner. So,
2: well, wasn't there a box set?
1: No, no. Did, yeah. didn't,
2: you, didn't you show me a box set though that was
1: coming? That was probably the plan, but that would be that. Uh, I, there's a box set I saw that was soundtracks. That would be. Uh, Did you see that box set? Oh my yeah, god! There's a soundtrack box set, but that was Is that not the one a, you're thinking of. No, well, yeah, that one. That was, was the an audio go. go artist. Artist. Yeah, was yeah. that audio go? No, but that was just soundtracks. That's yeah. the one he's okay. thinking of. Yeah, No, it Th- was those, those are the stories, I thought. Uh, I... I thought you showed it to me the, and it was the all the is Destiny of the
2: Doctor stories. Um, or uh, uh, 11. Yeah, it might have been.
1: There might be. There, uh, I don't know. I, thought was... I don't <laughs> Why imagine... do you show me these things? <laughs> I know you're what okay? he's talking he about. He's talking about they they the are.
3: soundtrack collection, which I think isn't a nice TARDIS. Uh, I might have thought it boxing.
1: was Destiny of the Doctor. instead. Of I a...
2: thought it was Destiny of the Doctor when you showed it to me.
1: Did you know that Audio Go did the story of Martha? That explains something. Wait, what story? Of Martha. The story. The, book?
2: the, the that, Yeah, that. Not book. the book. Book. Yes. The they audio, did the the audio audiobook. book. It's the it. audio book. Freema reads. Yeah. The story of Martha. Oh
3: yeah. They did a lot of stuff. That was BBC. They did a lot of that was audiobooks. BBC
4: Books audio arm, is what it was.
3: There's a lot of audio books that uh,
2: Audio Go released. Yeah. Well, no wonder they went bankrupt. They did the story of Martha. Well, <laughs> no, that wasn't but, uh, the only one they did.
1: That wasn't. Audio Go's fault that the author wrote a bad book. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because the books just equally as bad. <laughs> in fact, the, the the audiobook may be improved a little bit because you do have Martha in your ear.
0: Yeah.
3: I don't know if that could have even saved it. Okay, anyway.
1: Okay, so I'm going to do more digging and hopefully... Uh, we'll have that for the next show
3: because we yeah. shouldn't be drawing our attention off to something else that's not really that big of a deal. I mean, it, can, it'll get, it'll get right resolved. Everything will be fine. Don't everybody worry about it.
4: Freak out!
3: We should. <laughs> ah, freak out! We should draw for a winner. We should draw this for week. a winner. Is that
4: what we're doing now?
3: We are going to do that now. Your Titan Can Vinyl. You that? that is the sound of names in Keith's Fez. Or the Doctor's Fez.
2: It's the official Doctor's Fez. The
3: official Doctor's Fez. Tassel-less. Keith is shaking up now. Tassel is uh, Anybody that's a new listener, fez. if you're just joining us, uh, we... Challenge the listeners to uh, purchase the iTunes missing episode the iTunes versions of the missing episodes, um, because we, or I, certainly, I think Keith and Sean, I can speak for, believe that that would uh, that will help in uh, stocking the coffers uh, to, in order to get more missing episodes and get them to us sooner and. We had a lot of people that met our challenge, and we're much appreciative again for everybody that that participated, and those that didn't weren't able to participate but still downloaded the episodes. A a warm, warm thank you from myself because uh, that's that's very incredible that that everybody went out and did that, and especially the people that we're going to draw. So we're, we are drawing three we're, names. We're going
2: to get some 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 music for you here. Oh, okay. We're drawing
3: three names. <laughs> And we will have three winners, so it's just the top three names that are drawn out of the hat. Some of you know that you had two entries because you got one entry for each episode that you bought. Some only had one. Um, So uh, good luck to everybody. Here we go. Good luck.
2: First up. Our first winner is... Brittany! Yay! Brittany
3: wins. A Titan Vinyl figure. Next up... You need the long position. I'm trying to mix these really good, because I don't know how well Keith mixed them. Oh, you were over here shaking them for a long time. Right? Holly! Holly wins Yay. one of the <laughs> And lastly... But not so least. shuffle around these names here again.
2: Why do we not play again?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Too late. I don't care anymore. And our
3: last winner is London Eye! Hey! So, hey. congratulations, and... In my opinion, you're all winners because you've got some really Absolutely. great, terrific Doctor Who on your uh, whatever device you watch your Doctor Who. <laughs> you still have those names in your head. You yeah. put it on your head. <laughs> Good luck taking that off. It's so all itchy. You're going to go all over the place. Um, what we'll do is we need each one of you to independently send us an email with your contact information, your address, where we can send you your prizes. And again, the winners are Holly, Brittany, and London Eye. Uh, we just realized tonight, we don't I'm actually laughing. know London real name.
2: Hey, but how come I'm not on any of these pieces of paper? This contest was, was rigged, I, day, day, I say. I mean, you're not, you
3: don't qualify.
2: I bought both of them. Yeah. I wasn't
3: going to turn around and give you a vinyl fig that you were per- potentially going to buy. Congratulations, everybody.
1: Congratulations. Right. Hopefully you enjoyed this contest because we have an idea for another one down the line. We do. We do? Yes. We do <laughs> happy anniversary. We have some
2: more prizes. So.
3: We do have more oh, prizes, prizes, but we yes, just haven't our, figured our, out how our, we're going to do it yet.
2: Our fabulous prize pack of game show proportions. We
3: we we, we would rather plan this contest out ahead of time <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> well, last doing it on the fly. So
2: this would be different from normal for us a lot. <laughs> uh, I
1: think people would be surprised at how far scheduled things are and planned. You think so? Just not contests. <laughs> no, just not contests. Alright. Mastermind over here has all next year figured out. <laughs> I do know. Just mostly. Mo- <laughs> a bit. A beat. A bit. Beat a beat. A beat. All right, next up then is
3: feedback. Yeah, it's it on the boot. I want to do a little something special here, so you guys are gonna to have to give me a second because I got. I thought hardened. you were ready. Well, I was trying. You guys were talking.
2: We were stalling. You Glenn. were stalling,
3: and you didn't. You adequately. weren't
2: doing this, so we stopped. Oh, he is doing this now. Okay, are
3: you showing. You stuff? just weren't watching. No, um, I'm not used to pulling these things up on my iPad, so
2: yeah.
1: Now you know my pain. Oh, um. For those who may not be able to go to the movie showing in their area, uh, double-check your screenings because some of them have added second showings. So now that's I got to go in to see on the big right. screen.
2: Yes, that's true. We added a ten o'clock showing
1: here. I'm very excited now. First up in feedback Speaking is of. Scott. <laughs> he wrote in, "Hey Scott, so the anti Scott from Philadelphia conspiracy continues." <laughs> <laughs> But I have to say, I thought everyone in the Midwest were experts on classic rock. Another stereotype shattered. Well, we know everything there is to know about Kansas. <laughs> You're getting your ideas from Supernatural, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he continues If you need a couple of, other, a couple of clues, someone took a pilot to the cover of this tune back in, and back in the 90s, and the Led Zepp version is on their Houses of the Holy album. Once you find the song, look up the original lyrics, and my version makes much more sense. Jeesh, how much work do I got to (laughs) do? On a serious note, I'm sorry for the loss in Sean's extended family. I send my best wishes to all. Well, thank you, Scott. Very good. All right,
3: I got that ready. Now I got to get one other thing, because I got to get my... uh
4: Doctor days are here again as the autumn evenings grow. We have 10 and 11, number 9 didn't show. But <laughs> well, yeah, it's alright, you know it's alright. The doctor's still in my heart, he won't be lonely. No, never lonely Sean says they all have a part (laughs) Clara's going to be there And we'll definitely get Rose Some say Donna will be present And a doctor nobody knows (laughs) But yeah, it's alright I said it's alright The doctor's still in my heart We won't be lonely, no, never lonely. Sean says they all have a part.
2: A lot of instrumental here.
4: (laughs) Drum solo! The doctor says, Claire, I'll get you home. But the Zygons, there they are. And I'll shout, exterminate! They're scarier by far. (laughs) But yeah, it's alright. I said it's alright. Everybody's hurt, hurt, hurt. With the day of the doctor, who will turn 50 on November 23rd. Doctor days are here again as the autumn evening slows. Just name the hour, turn on the power, the anticipation grows. I said, It's alright, you know it's alright, the doctor's still in my heart. <laughs> You know, soon only. Yes, yeah, soon it's only time for Capaldi to stop. <laughs> I know I can't
0: wait.
2: <laughs> there you go. Very nice. Do I make those faces when I do this? <laughs>
3: I don't know what kind of faces I was making there, but there you go. So now I've done a song and I've fulfilled Scott's. <laughs> hopefully, hope for what 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 should have happened last week.
2: You you have. My profound congratulations <laughs> on that.
3: Now I don't have to do a song for a long time. You're, 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 you're,
2: that is your epiversary present, <laughs> That's folks. Right. That's, Yes, surprises absolutely. Surprises abound. Um, does it make me way less cool if I say, now even having listened to you it, still I still don't, I don't know I don't song, do that song it's
3: on either? It's on Houses of the Holy, if you, uh, if you want to go look it up. So.
2: The only thing I know about Houses of the Holy is that, according to Bill, there are many steps and columns. And Naked Winter. And naked women. Well, well, well not kids, not so think. not, not little, so much little, they little they girls, had.
3: but that's here nor there.
2: We went we went back in time to ancient Greece. It looked like the Zeppelin album led "Houses of the Holy." There were many steps and columns. <laughs> that's all I know. Not the <laughs> biggest Zeppelin fan. That was cool though. Yeah, that, was that was very, was very well very, done. Very well done. Yeah. I, I would ask him how long it took. You worked with him this week. How much time did he spend on that?
1: I didn't know he had done it until he sat down here. Really? Yeah. He stepped away. By the way. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're not talking about him in the third person like he's gone, like, like he's right here.
2: He materialized away. we have a He dropped the mic and just boom. Yeah, <laughs> he dropped the mic and walked off. There was a waiting limousine outside. He got in it and drove away.
4: Good uh, night, everybody. So that's so Elvis night. has
2: left the building. Sorry. How, how long did that take you to write?
4: Oh, about a
3: half hour, hour maybe.
1: Once, no, once inspiration strikes,
3: yeah, that's oh, how yeah. long it, it just, took they, me from They mine. just really started. Well, again, I had help from Scott. He got me started, and then from there it just kind of it rolled out. And I thought, you know I'm going to do? It's the 50th anniversary coming up. I'm going to do a tribute. We're looking forward to the future, so...
2: See, now you make it really, really look bad that I apparently no. don't have a, a half hour to an hour that I could devote to these feedback songs. No. Well,
3: but. I, part of that was because I, I listened over and over again to make sure my words fit and everything, because I, I, I'm familiar with that song, but it's not one of those songs that I can do in my head all the yeah. time, so I had to listen to the song a lot, which I did a lot this week, but even writing it, I kind of went back over it, and I, and I changed a few lines, different...
1: Tweaked it. Yeah, yeah, tweaked
3: it, and, and then I found a karaoke version of it so that... I completely got stuff <laughs> out of there all together.
0: <laughs>
2: well, well done. Not 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 since Doctor in Distress have we had such a <laughs> monumental. Hopefully that was better. See,
1: and I, I I give you very much credit for what you did, but let you off the hook because just coming up with the ideas oh, for yeah. what songs week to do week uh, is week a lot of work. Yeah, just trying impressive. to come up with a song—that's yeah, impressive. Is. Really, hard. I went well. through I like six trying to figure out what, to, what the right song would be. Well, thank you. Who's next, Glenn? I forgot the order I, I gave him. Sure. That's okay. Um,
3: next up is Dr. Phil, and he That's sent us right. some audio. So let's give it a listen.
5: Hey, happy Halloween to everyone in the vortex. It's Dr. Phil here. I'm on my usual spot, which is on the road. Um, I guess there's some kind of rainy thunderstorms coming through the Midwest. I'm on my way to Michigan to do a con- series of concerts of Polish broke music that I've spent the last year working on. So you can imagine as I finished my lecture on Tuesday, that's about his 11th hour. Ha! <laughs> nudge, nudge, Doctor Who reference, say no more. Um, that one can get but um anyway i wanted to send in some feedback early before you guys get to terror of the zygons um one of my favorite stories of that era and i was really looking forward to this particular dvd and i was looking forward to it so much i know my wife bought it for me for father's day yes great sure it's going to be a little after father's day but then the bbc worldwide moved the release date back to october damn Hey, and also, one thing I also learned is that the Blu-ray of Doctor Who, the Daleks, and Dalek Invasion of Earth are not in our region. So I had to return that to Amazon, which was also a bit of a drag. And that was also a few months after the fact as well. Um, So, nonetheless, there's something for your listeners. Um, I have the whole set of the DVDs, so if it doesn't come out on Blu-ray in the States, I'm not hurt for it. But, anyway, back to Zygons. I, I listened to some feedback to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, and I was watching Zygons, and I got really strangely emotional, and I um, realized, doing the math, that I hadn't watched it in over 20 years, and um, realized that (laughs) the last time I watched it was with my dad shortly before he died, Um, which, uh, in our household, my older brother dominated the television with Planet of the Apes, my twin brother dominated the television with um, Star Trek The Next Generation, but I dominated the TV with Doctor Who and had been watching it since, I think, shortly after age 10, like in 86 is when I started watching it. waited for the whole rotation to get around, and I have a real fondness for the story. It's great to see it in its episodic version, because I saw it in Omnibus, like many of us watching PBS did back then. And um, that part one uh, cliffhanger of the Zygon reaching for Sarah while she's on the phone, that is the beginning of some serious Hinchcliffe scariness for that, for series 13. Although, Zygon's was originally intended to close series 12, and... Um, one thing that's great about it is that you really get a sense this arc, you might even call it an arc in space, <laughs> um, from Robot straight through to Terror of the Zygons, because at the end of Revenge of the Cybermen you can see the little ticker tape as the Doctor goes into the TARDIS and comes out with a the, with the message from the Brigadier that he's got to get back to Earth, and so was really looking forward to this story. I forgot how wonderful, how wonderful the uh, music by Jeffrey Bergen is. And I forget who directed this story, but it's the same as who directed Seeds of Doom. And so they didn't particularly like Dudley Simpson very much, so they used Jeffrey Bergen. And in Zygons, I find it a bit more effective because there's some microtonal stuff going on, meaning for intervals of less than a half step, so it goes in and out of tune um, rather deliberately. And it makes it feel rather unsettlingly organic which is kind of perfect being zygons um the attack of the amazing pizza people um and i mean you know i I say that with with affection because i think their costumes are among the most effective of the era um i mean every great classic and i would count zygons among my favorites because i love the tardis team of, of of fourth doctor harry and sarah um is that they have it, they're and they're Murka too. Don't! Oh! But anyway, it, despite that, it's a very good story. There's some great special effects. Um, the fleeing the Zygon spaceship is really well done, simply having the model in the foreground and everyone running in the background. You know, no CSO, just doing it in camera. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I love special effects in the black and white era. I think that the that, that color with all the CSO stuff shows off the seams a lot worse than uh, just doing it you know, in very clever ways like this. Um, the effect of people transforming into Zygons um, f- or from their human um, copies was also very cool. Um, I thought it was great that you didn't get the real idea of who the, the villains were until well into the piece, which I thought was a nice slow burn, very atmospheric. Uh, very great performance put in by uh, Nicholas Courtney, it's like the Cladden Stewart. Oh, I love them in a kilt. And that just the chemistry between the Brig, Baker, Slayden, and Martyr in that scene alone is, is, is worth the price of admission. Um, great final uh, performances by Benton and the Brigadier together. I I, I, I I will hold my hand up and swear that I think Zygon's a better send off for unit in the Tom Baker era than either the Seeds of Doom or the. Um, um, Android Invasion. Not that I think that those are bad stories, but I think you get a real feeling of the unit of unit as a group. You know, for the last time since Robot and the Peri Era. So, anyway, that's just my opinion. Feel free to disagree, or um, you know, or, you know, or vehemently agree. I wouldn't mind that either. <laughs> anyway, um, so. I uh, just wanted to send in those thoughts. Wish everyone a happy Halloween. I don't remember which week you're doing Zygons. I just want to make sure I got in my feedback in time. So this might be heard late, but I'm going to get back to my drive heading to Indiana first to pick up a harpsichord and then off to Michigan. So, anyway, hope everyone has a great holiday and have more fun traveling in the vortex. Take care, gentlemen. Bye bye.
1: Thanks, Dr. Phil. And <laughs> <laughs> you may have noticed that it, it, it was talking about Zygons. Uh, He had an issue on his end sending uh, the, when he went to send the app failed apparently. So he attempted we never to got get it. This in last yeah. last week's show, but so yeah, we didn't we, we didn't it get, get it. Stuff. But he got it in it this time.
3: And I agree with a lot of what he said about. Zygons. I would agree. I think it's the I think it's the best send off for unit as a whole. Um,
2: well, they're not really in the other two.
3: Well, I mean, they to And. Yeah. Uh, Harry, but, I mean, really as our team,
2: our core yeah, team. our core team is yeah, not, there, not so there, so I don't think it counts. I agree with almost everything you said, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's next? I can't agree with everything he says because, you know, that i a suck-up.
1: Up next is,
3: <laughs> well, you have window. to agree that he was headed to Indianapolis, and, or Indiana, and then going over to Michigan. So.
2: That seemed like a lot of unnecessary information for Mr. Big, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Ready. Got a World reference in it. <laughs> Bernard writes the dictionary. Checking in. Right, that's exactly Oh, it. hang on. I have to convert this because Glenn apparently replied. So it's didn't giving apply. me the reply. I have already Dad. replied to I've this because replied. I felt
3: so guilty.
2: <laughs> because it's not my fault. It is your fault. It's not my It's your fault. It's totally my fault. Let's read what Bern has to say. Dear Vortex Gang. I don't have much to say of note other than how I have Other than how much I have enjoyed watching the No Longer Missing episodes, the more I see of Patrick Trouton, the more I love him. I especially enjoyed his double act in Enemy of the World, and I look forward to a time when you review these episodes and I can weigh in more completely. By the time you read this feedback, we will have seen the trailer for Day of the Doctor, and I will be in an even greater state of anticipation. (laughs) You may have seen on my Facebook page that I was able to get tickets to the 3D Cinema showing on the 23rd. The only Atlanta showing that day is in a suburb 45 minutes south of Atlanta but I will gladly make that drive in appreciation because I know most folks in the U.S. won't get that chance. So Traveling the Vortex will be represented in the house that day. Yay. Yay. My main reason to write in today is to do my pronunciation thing. I know I'm annoying at times, but I just love words and love for them to be pronounced correctly. The Brits sometimes stick an extra A into words that have a long E sound, but it doesn't change the pronunciation. I don't know what anachronistic language thing influences these spellings, but Damon's is still pronounced like <laughs> demons and orthopedics is still pronounced like orthopedics I wasn't going to try and put an area in that do one orthopedics, orthopedics? orthopedics. I know- obviously she's
3: written these out with the A-E combination yes.
2: I noted as I watched Broadchurch last month that when they accused one character of being a pedophile which they pronounced with a long E they spelled it paedophile or paedo for short that's my Merriam-Webster contribution for the day hope it didn't annoy too much Counting the days till the twenty third, Brenda in Atlanta. It's funny that
3: you went with the pedophile and you did pedophile the <laughs> way they do it correctly, or a, that way, and then you set it out pedophile or pe- here we would say pedophile, pedophile, yeah. and we'd say it almost with it's, an a e sound. I, the yeah.
1: first time I heard pedophile, I was like, "What are they yeah, saying?" What is it? What is it? What is I watched British Foreign No, I, knew I, I what think they it. It's Their kids was the will one. call
3: like. W- Creepers or whatever on a lot of shows, like uh, some of the ones I'm watching, Skins and um, oh what's the other one that I've been
2: watching Misfits, for? I think. Yeah, I Misfits, files, they did it? it.
3: Yeah, but they'll say pedo. They call somebody a pedo. That's like a derogatory term because they they're stalking kids, a pedo, and that took me the longest. Time. And a pedophile, somebody said pedophile. I going, oh, okay, that's totally not what they mean. But pedo kept throwing me off, and it wasn't <laughs> until it was put in context in one of the shows I watched that went, oh, it's short for pedophile. I got it, okay. We say it like Brenda, the I've already addressed this with you in an email because I felt like I needed to. But the demons is more of an inside joke that's been going on much longer than it possibly should have gone on. <laughs> we like to be in the fact, dead I think Back here, in the day, I used to correct Sean all the time, saying it's still all the all demons. The time. And then I have fallen into saying the demons because that's how Sean. Jokingly does it, and so we apologize because Ironically, we do respect says Damon. We, yeah, we, we did find that that he says the, he does say, the say Damon, the but um, we we do recognize that that actually is pronounced demons. Um, but unfortunately,
2: you're the victim of a poor, long running poorly <laughs> long running joke. Um, it started. I, I well, I don't know why my brain makes these weird associations, but sometimes it does. Uh, if you've seen Team America, mm-hmm. they, they they kind of poke the a little pippets. fun at Matt Damon in the in in Team America, and it's Matt Damon. That's kind of his only line through the whole thing, Matt Damon. And so when I saw the demons pronounced or spelled or spelled Damon, a- that's what popped into my head was Matt Damon and Team America going Matt Damon. So that's why I started going the demons. I don't know why. <laughs> that's just what popped in there. And, yes, the fact that you corrected me every single time made me all the more resolute that I was going to mispronounce it on every single time. Especially despite me. Yeah, that's pretty, that pretty much was it. So, uh, Brenda, I, I apologize profusely for annoying you. Uh, it was not my intent. It was merely to annoy Glenn. And, uh,
3: <laughs> I'm not sure she had, you annoyed her, but I think she wanted to make
2: sure that
1: we realized that it was pronounced. Yeah.
2: There, there are many things that we get wrong. We do appreciate.
1: Oh, yeah. No no, 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 yeah, Absolutely. You never annoy us with your yeah, well, there are many, proper pronunciation. Many, many and things. sometimes you help us not look like idiots. Yes. Well, Although are, we
3: still continue to say Barlman
2: and um, Davies. Davies. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> which we have, I did earlier We've day. at least
1: fixed Kumri. <laughs> Kumri.
2: No, Kumri. no I, there, there are many, many, many things that we get wrong Occasionally, we do it on purpose. (laughs) That happens to be one of those
0: times.
3: (laughs) Very good. All right, let's move on. Next up is Rachel. Rachel writes, no title line. Okay. First, thanks for all your kind words on our Halloween video. All the feedback has been great and certainly made us feel like all the work was worth it.
2: You know, it most certainly was. Oh, it was amazing. So, you guys really got to good. see it finally. Yeah, I, did, get, I did finally get to see it once you posted the link to her yeah. site. Yeah. I could go look it up, and it was, amazing. it was amazing. It always
3: makes it easier when somebody's able to walk you through it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, you, know, you know me. You yeah. have to hold my hand through these things.
3: Second, trailers. We have trailers. I'm not sure her voice would have cracked when she wrote that but. <laughs> I've lost track of how many times I've watched each version. There is so much good goodness in each trailer. I could gush and talk about every single piece, but I'll leave that to the professionals. Are we getting paid for this? Well, I don't know. I don't, okay, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm still trying to absorb it all. I'll just say that I'm glad I'm seeing the fiftieth twice. Once on the twenty third, and again on the twenty fifth in three D. Because it's because I'm going to need multiple viewings to catch it all. Third, I'm not sure if you guys saw an interview recently done with Colin Baker at at a recent Doctor Who convention, but when the inevitable Are You Involved in the 50th question came up, his response was rather disheartening. It wasn't the usual deny or not give a direct answer. He says he's not involved, and as far as he's concerned, neither of the former doctors, and he seemed really upset about it. He says... I can say that Peter isn't because I've seen him recently, and I can tell you that Sylvester isn't, and neither is Paul. So none of us have been deemed worthy of inclusion in a program that celebrates 50 years of British television program, of which I was in for three. But no, we are surplus baggage.
1: I think that's a little harsh.
3: That he said that? Uh,
1: his reaction to it. Uh, surplus Actually, baggage
3: is a little harsh. I, I, comp- I concur with him 100%. I think that that's, that's it, kind of the way they've been treated this whole time. Mm. Um, but, I relish in the fact that they have Big Finish, which had did yes. has done something wonderful with the light at the end, which we'll talk about later, and has continued to bring us the adventures of those Doctors, and th- we're able to enjoy them really in a better way because <laughs> being audio You get yes. The images of my doctors are still there in my mind. And so it's like we've we've been able to transport back to the nineteen eighties and get more than what we got before. And so yeah, that's I, I think that those guys continue to be wonderful ambassadors for Doctor Who as a whole, if not for the the series now, they they certainly are still Holding up their end of, of, of fandom, and I, and I appreciate each and every one of them for doing it. So, if, if they're not included in the fiftieth, I think we just—I have to look and, and just appreciate. And I, I, I concur with what he says here because that's that's very—it's very true. <laughs> hmm. I think the surplus baggage thing is probably uh, maybe a little impassioned, but about a, um, speaking out of hurt that he wasn't yeah, involved. Probably more than- so, because that's kind of. Uh, She goes on to say, granted, Colin's history with who is a Rocky one, but to hear that from him makes me a bit sad. Obviously, I don't know what sort of uh, conversations he's had or not had with Moffat or anyone else. And I understand when people say how difficult it would have been to get that many people into a 75-minute special. But I think it's the fact that from what Colin has said, that Moffat never even entertained the idea. Of course, we do have a bazillion other programs that will be airing the week leading up to the 23rd, and the Classic Doctors are bound to make an appearance or two, plus all of the celebrations that will be taking place. But this is the 50th anniversary. How many TV programs can taunt that kind of history? Taught that kind of history. And there's still a chance that everyone is lying through their teeth, but at this point, I'm not holding my breath. Sorry about the rant, but I felt that I needed to say my piece. With any luck, I'll be eating crow in a couple of weeks. As long as it comes with a side of chips and lots of salt and vinegar. <laughs> That's all I have for now. Until next week, Rachel.
1: And she includes
3: a link does, to that. She
1: and I uh, will add that to the show notes. And Rachel, it's are, a ploy. There are, there are a bazillion other programs, and I remember seeing somewhere that at least Peter Davison's a part of one of them, for sure. So, I mean, they're still going to be represented elsewhere. Unfortunately, it's not on the show canon. That's right.
3: All right. Oh, I lost my list. Oh, no, I didn't. It's right here in front of me. Next up is.
1: Alex. (laughs) You got it. Doing this out of memory, he has notes. Hey, guys, Alex here. His subject line is late, late, late. Hey, guys, Alex here. Just very quick feedback to wish you a happy anniversary. It's very late at the moment in the UK, almost 3 a.m. And I've only. Huh? I said, oh, my. Oh, and I've only just remembered that it was this week's Mark's TTV 150. Thanks for all the excellent work, guys. You are far and away the best Who podcast out there, and my favorite to listen to. Here's to 150 more. That's all for now, because I'm very tired. Did I mention it was really late? So I'll save talking about the 50th trailer until next week. I will say that I am excited. Happy traveling, Alex. Yes, R.E.M. single, It's the End of the World as We Know It, and I Feel Mimes.
0: <laughs>
3: good one. That, that would have been a good one. one. Well, Alex, thank you very much for staying up super late for us. Do wish us <laughs> 100 a 150 happy anniversary. All right, next up is... Holly. Yes.
2: Holly writes, 150, The Demons. Oh, that felt weird. <laughs>
1: Hey, guys. Happy- she didn't
2: write that. Chance. She didn't write that, I said, that.
1: No, she wrote the demons. She
3: wrote
2: the demons. No, I know. He's- you said it felt weird. I, it felt weird. Yeah. Hey, guys. Happy anniversary! Here's to more episodes and tangents. The Demons was a good story. I have to say that I really enjoyed the character of Miss Hawthorne. She proved to be the voice of wisdom numerous times throughout the story. The scene in the beginning with the doctor using a radio remote control to control Bessie just to get a rise out of Joe, was pure Third Doctor. The whole unit gang is back, which further adds to my enjoyment of the story. Loved, loved, loved Benton in this. I kind of got a Christmas Invasion vibe from the Doctor being sidelined in bed for part of the story (laughs) after being caught in the cave in explosion at Delt's Hump. He's really lucky that he didn't start the regeneration process, unless extreme cold has something to do with that. Later on in the story, once everyone figures out the Master is behind the goings-on with Azul and trying to get through the heat shield, is well done. The look on the Briggs' face when Benton tells him over the radio that it's the Master's behind it was priceless. I think the Master learned that sometimes when you call on things to gain more power control, you get more than what you ask for. I'll wrap this up here. Looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on this story. Holly. Very
1: good. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. And we'll get to that in a minute. But first, we have more feedback. Up next, David.
3: Yay. David writes, Quirking hell with devils and other hell stuff. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Vortex landlords, launching straight into reviews.
5: The Demons is a- the-,
3: <laughs> <laughs> the Demons is a story I hadn't seen in a while. I watched it when I was trying to catch up on all the classic series before the 50th, which I managed to do. Completed it about 2 weeks after starting August of last uh, two weeks ago after starting August last year. Congratulations, I David. I missed it already. And I thought it was okay. From what I remember, it felt a little bit off to me at the time, but I did like the whole kind of magic aspect of it. And of course, Stephen Thorne is as all. As for Prisoners of Time 10, well, I went in with low expectations feeling that if they the feeling that they were going to do a mini adventure for 10 and Doctor all like all the others, and they wouldn't Ten have much Martha. what did I say? Ten, 10 and Doctor. 10 and Doctor. Yeah, 10 and Martha <laughs> like all the others, they wouldn't have time to touch on the Adam stuff, but it turns out that there was still a lot of fun to be had never did i expect to hear myself say wow cool the quarks look quarks but i did their return alongside the dominators felt like a nice callback and in many ways the story feels sort of like a sequel to the dominators it was also nice to get to see the doctor contact frobisher again and oh i'm sorry this time from the doctor's angle that's all really david
1: very good, David. Thank you, David.
2: Oh, more on that later. But first. You should
1: always say, Oh look, Quarks in a happy manner. If you're Keith. That's from me.
2: Uh, <laughs> There's a scientist somewhere looking through an electron microscope going,
1: Oh look, Quarks. <laughs> <laughs> Quarks are the great surprise of Doctor Who. Up uh, next
2: the great something
1: of Doctor Who. <laughs> they're awesome. Uh, Chrissy, from Daleks to Damons to Dominators? Okay, two out of 3 mm-hmm. Dear Vortex Boys. Alright, we finally got the trailer. And not just one, just a trailer. Two trailers. Three, if you count the BBC America version with the theme music from the tribute teaser trailer from a couple weeks back. I think it looks marvelous. My favorite part is when the Tenth Doctor does the whole, you've redecorated. I don't like it line. It's a perfect blend of a second Doctor from the three Doctors, the five Doctors, and it's still the tenth Doctor saying it. Apparently, we can't have an anniversary special without that line. And I'm okay with this. Did we get it in the two Doctors?
2: I don't remember it in, I the, two remember it in the two Doctors.
1: We'll have to go look. I think there, that there's more of this sort of thing that we're going to get in this special. We may not have classic Doctors in a, actually in the special, but there will be plenty of callbacks and little easter egg type nuggets to be found for those who are looking. One quick note, I'm certain that you guys will get Doctor Who and the Daleks with Peter Cushing on the review schedule at some point, but for anyone who's just curious about it and wants to watch it on their own, on their own here's some advice. Riff tracks. Get the darn Riff tracks version. I'll write up a review of the movie on its own in due course, but i haven't watched it with if i but if i hadn't watched it with the Riff tracks commentary it would have been very much less bearable i'm not saying this is to show for rift tracks i'm saying this because your sanity will thank you. <laughs> While I love 1960s Doctor Who, I'm not terribly fond of that kind of 1960s Doctor Who. <laughs> and thanks to Keith for to, for suggesting we do a tweet-along to the real version of the Daleks. I just intended on watching it on my own, but it was fun to have a little Who with friends this week. And a big thanks to everyone who participated. A couple of reviews, then. And then... The Damon... The Demons... <laughs> 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 maybe we do just do it wrong I don't know now <laughs> he ingrained it on me it seeped into all of our <laughs>
3: yes. text and lex- lexicon
1: the demons vocabulary I enjoyed this story and I can see why other people hold it in such high regard I like the whole, units, uh, the whole science and magic compar- comparisons though it feels like they could have done more with it if they really wanted to but that's neither here nor there The whole unit family is on top of their game here, even the Brigadier, who spent most of the time trying to get through the heat shield dome thing. Yates and Benton were fantastic. They very nearly stole stole the show. The Master was doing his very best to call forward to the time when it would become Eric Dresing for the occasion, Roberts. (laughs) Sorry, that joke was just laying out there, and I had to pick it up. Joe and the Doctor are both great as well, but that's always a given. smiley face. Too bad you guys haven't reviewed this one when you did your third Doctor retrospective. It could have easily been the representative story. That's true. I think it was Colton that said that same exact thing. I think think, think you are. Yeah, I
3: I would agree. This would have been mine, my pick, if we'd have watched it already. I
1: think it would have been mine, too, actually. Uh, Prisoners of Time 10. Maybe we should have pushed this one back even further and viewed it after we... Rewatch the Dominators for Friday Night. Who? Haha. Ha. No, this was a pretty solid story. I'm glad we got Martha in one of the various 50th anniversary things going on. I mean, Donna was in Destiny of the Doctor, Rose in Day of the Doctor. Martha needs some recognition. Here, here. I felt like I could see David Tennant and Freeman Agyeman in a story like this. So it's a credit to the writers having the Doctor and Martha's voices and personalities down pretty well. Also, the artwork was pretty was very good excepting that one portrait-type picture from the very front, not the cover, the one right before the title page, with the Tenth Doctor not looking like the Tenth Doctor at all. All of the art looked like it belonged in a comic book, and I quite liked it. Hear, here. And it's nice that we get the payoff of the Tenth Doctor con- contacting Frobisher clear back in the Sixth Doctor story. But still, where's Perry? I guess we'll get the final conclusion next month, or at the end of this month, wibbly-wobbly comic w- release dates and all that end of this month it's more correct because we have two more issues so it's not enough that we got a 50th anniversary extravaganza going all over the place on top of all that you three are having your 150th anniversary as well throws confetti blows party horn I guess it's fitting that we have this to celebrate as well because of because and let me get all mushy and crap for a moment there's been an incredible group of friends that's grown up around this podcast and Friday Night who and all the other fun things you guys have put together and encourage us listeners to take part in. The 50th anniversary would not be as much fun without you guys and all the other listeners, both those of who send in feedback and do photo challenges and blog posts and, all, and those of us who just listen and enjoy the podcast. So hooray, hooray for traveling the vortex. <laughs> That's it out of me. Only two more weeks to go. Well, 13 days, but we're not counting down at all, are we? Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Am I going to have to take that away from you? (laughs) Oops. I, I, I feel like we should also thank our listeners. Oh, absolutely. And I agree completely with Christy that I feel like we have had such a great great group of friends and people rising up around us and supporting us and we wouldn't be at 150 if it weren't for all of you so thank you very much I don't think the three of of
3: us could have prattled along uh, prattled along and talked aimlessly for hours that we do every Sunday night had we not thought anybody out there was listening I
2: I could have we
1: we we would have done it anyways we just would have stopped (laughs) recording
3: we can wax on we can wax lyrical for hours on Mundane stuff, <laughs> things that interest us. But when we find somebody that's listening and there's actually an ear, that I think that makes it even more special. And so I, that's that's what's kept me going for all these 150 episodes, anyway.
0: So.
2: It um, sometimes goes without saying, and I don't think it should ever go without saying that we we, we owe everything to those of you who are listening to us now.
1: I mean,
2: it's, it's just we, we
1: new and. Long time. Re, re,
2: remain humbled. <laughs> Very good.
1: All right. Well, should we move on to um, our reviews? We are going to start with Prisoners of Time 10. I almost said Destiny. <laughs> I, <laughs> I almost did too. I can't get those two. There's no synopses for these, of <laughs> So we'll launch right into it. Well, I want. I no, want
3: to just let's um, let's get this let's get this no, let's, let's get this out of the way because I agree with um, Chrissy that this looks like a comic book to
1: me. This is artwork that is worthy of a comic uh, book. What helps is the IDW has had a tenth Doctor line. That's true. They, they already have <laughs> this is not new territory for IDW. Look. All the other comics for them were new territory. Is this artist the somebody who uh, worked in the line
3: as well? I let me look because I think if I were an artist for the Tenth Doctor line, I just said, "Hey, give me something older." I've all been doing Tenth Doctor for a long time. <laughs> I want something else. So I would, find have, the artist. I would assume that they would have brought somebody in for this one, different for this one. But no, I, I agree. I think the artwork looks looks fantastic, with the exception of maybe that second. That was just the alternate image cover, of, wasn't it? Of uh, yeah, that it was. Well, no, I don't think it was an alternate cover. Is, I think is it's it a. That it's that, no, about? it's one of those page insert things. You know, they always have like the first page, and then there's a. Uh, um, copyright page, and then there's there's one more in there between the that and the story starting. Sean's bringing it up here. See, I, you have I, to get well. There's this one. We get a review. That's the one I think. This is the one I think she's oh, talking about. I think that's an alternate cover. Is it yeah, okay? Well, cover. because they depending where you pick it up, you don't get yeah, all, the you don't covers, all the we covers, get yeah. to see with yeah. the review copies. But I think she's that's, yeah, where, that's I think that's the one she's talking about. Um, but I think she's getting it from that copyright page. Unless she well no if she have picked that cover up she would have said the one, the one on the cover so yeah
1: um, let's see if I don't know I don't how know excited are, was I, I when I
2: saw this stand. alternate cover
3: Ooh, that one's kind of cool which
2: is really cool the one with Martha in the in oh, the, any, the spacesuit anything
3: and, to do with the story though eh, a
2: little bit it business. does yeah. it does I was really surprised yeah. when I saw this cover one oh wow cool and then nothing to do with it. Until that one scene, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, that's, that's where right. that comes from. Yeah, that's so right. that was kind Okay,
3: of, I do remember what that's re- referencing
2: there. The the 50s style Martha in Flash Gordon bubble helmet
1: spacesuit ray gun. So, cover. Keith,
3: were you excited about
2: the I really like
1: this. <laughs> this is my favorite so far. Um, and it's, it's. I squeed a lot because of. The, the Quarks. I did not expect them to show up. And I think they're used. The, the Quarks and the Dominators are used really well in this. I liked... The story was good. It actually had a beginning, middle, end. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried because we haven't had that in this. So it's a good, compact, solid story for the uh, Tenth Doctor. And it's a very Tenth Doctor story. And just the fact that Quarks are in it and Dominators elevated even more, and you can see it, you can see them in the background, and yeah, I, I had nothing to complain about this story. It's, I would probably reread this one multiple
3: times. Is it just me, or are the Dominators more brooding and scary in this one than they
1: are in I, I, even I think the, it's, their proper story? It, it's been a while since I've seen the Dominators, so I really look forward to going... <laughs> we will rectify that <laughs> next week. I look forward to going back and rewatching it. But I think it's the Dominators utilized to their full potential.
2: Yeah, I think that's why. I I think
1: that's also why I liked it. Oh, this is what they were going for. I get it now. Mm -hmm.
3: I also think, though, that... I don't remember much about the Dominators other than the fact that the, the society that's being suppressed or that's being used, that they've come to harvest for their slave labor, they just, they seem so, you know, they were just yeah and so when it's now finally oh well they're coming to earth to take you know present day humans and use them as slaves then it's like eh, that's a little more weighty in my opinion so i I think that was another thing that kind of hit home for me anyway
1: and i i I love the quirks and i and the Dominators, but who knows why? I don't know why either. <laughs> I like the quirks too. <laughs> I, I think it helps. I think there's a fundamental flaw in the design, but uh, I think so it, I think it helps that the story's a bit more condensed. Yeah, it does. I it think does. that helps no, in you're the right. Dominators case. Yeah, that, that's probably that they,
2: that they, is because uh, as huge. opposed to being five half-hour TV episodes about the Dominators, that they are the surprise villain in three pages of comic book. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that.
1: But but it doesn't shortcut them at all either. I don't think, and it doesn't. No, ex-
2: you can pretty much get everything you need to know about and, the Dominators. And it, in doesn't, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. expect you to know anything about their history. Either. No,
3: it and it sums it up nicely who they are and what they're doing, without having to have that backstory of seeing the Dominators. But it's also a nice treat for those of us that know the story in the background because then you can. I did the same thing as Keith when I when I saw who it was. Well, first when I saw the cork, I thought, "Oh, maybe maybe they're just going with the corks here." And then when the Dominators showed up, I went, "Wow, I can't yeah. believe we went here. This is great." So, same you know, high collared cos- costumes and everything, which those even look better on the comic <laughs> than they <laughs> was on the episode. But I guess maybe or the story, but maybe I'll uh, change my mind about it. Maybe maybe we'll go back into this. Going, we had a really good piece of Dominators. Maybe that will make me appreciate the.
1: TV story more. I, I'm kind of curious to now go look <coughs> and see if there are any novels or audios with the Dominators. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know.
3: I'm not there everything, but you know. there might be some out
1: there. Um, about the arts, according to comic book database... Yes, there's a database for this, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if we're basing... Come, come, to <laughs> come to bed. Come to bed. Come to bed. If we're basing the... If we're going by arts... Purely art. This wasn't that important to look at, but go ahead. She has not done a Doctor Who story before. Oh, see,
3: there you go. So that's that. Then she, I, she I, on, I appreciate this even more. She worked on Angel.
2: Oh, these two covers match up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the two alt the one that I was raving about with Martha is actually the split side of that. You notice the TARDIS in the middle. Oh. It's all in piece.
3: Yeah. Let's talk about more things that our viewers
2: can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Unf- yeah. Unfortunate yeah. Uh, yeah. side effects of uh, digital copy.
1: <laughs> uh, there's not really much else I had for this. I mean, there wasn't. It was. I agree. It was nice to see the do- uh, the doctor side of the Frobisher uh, bit.
3: I like the fact. That and in fact,
1: I had to go back and reload uh, and relook at the sysdoctor doctor one. one to make sure. Oh yeah, that does match does up. Match right. Up, yeah.
2: <laughs> um <clears throat> I enjoyed the opening. I love the fact that he's showing enough of an interest in Martha uh, at this stage to take her and show her Gallifrey, Mm -hmm. and and do so in a roundabout way. Well, in a roundabout way, but also in a a very conventional. This will make sense for her to Mm -hmm. view it in this. I mean, he could have. I suppose he could have parked the TARDIS in orbit over the time lock and said, "Yeah, it's down there." But th- this is a, 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 a more romanticized well, I, view I, I, of galaxy. I think, I think I it think. would
1: have been too painful for him to be above yeah, the, of, I, above And that's why he did this. Well, he can't even bring himself to look
2: through the telescope.
1: Yeah. No here's, thanks. I'm here's seen the it, difference you know? is you, you guys make it look like you
3: guys you guys talk about this all the time, like the time lock is some sort of safe and there's a bubble out there in the universe and you could park outside and go, Hey, there's this time locked event. I don't think that's how this works. The time lock locks everything off. It's not like you could even look at it from outside of the bubble. You couldn't go you it's unachievable to go there because he has destroyed them and then locked them out of time altogether. So there's no way to get there. There's no way to physically go there. They they figured out how to get out of the time lock, but you couldn't go there to get there. There's, it's not a physical presence to you go to. So that's what makes this even more impressive to me. Is but, the reason but why no
1: physical presence? Then how can they see?
3: Because it? it's a time from the past that's finally reaching Earth before but he's in a time machine before the time. But my point is, a time machine can't get there, but a because image a that is traveling oh, okay. through okay. space right. to Earth, so that you can see. I mean we see suns, we see stars that burnt out millions of years ago. Yes. It's just because their light is just now getting here. That's the beauty of this. Yes. is It's the image from long ago that's reaching Earth, and that's why it's possible to do so in this way. And I agree that it, it makes it, it, it brings it down to more of a Martha level, to an Earth level, to somebody that to be able to comprehend something like this, although I don't think it... In, as Keith's trying to allude to, it, I don't think it was necessary with Martha because he'd already taken her to different times on Earth. I mean, it's, well, it wouldn't not, be not unusual
1: so to go to a different. It's know, not so really. Much. I think what it was more than anything well, think, else. Was, we want to do this. Uh, you can't quite do that. That's so the, find another way to do it. Well, That's just, the genius of how they
3: did this and let her get a peek into what Gallifrey looked like. What, yeah. what it was. he's he's already told this story, obviously, at the end of um, Gridlock because he sits down and right. they start to tell the story and of course we we don't get all of it but he he starts to tell her where what has happened and so I get the impression that he's sort of told her more of that as as we've gone off camera. And I think to me this is the culmination of the story. Now I'm yes. going to show you where. am right,
2: going to show you all of this. And, and, and I don't mean so much that he's he's playing down to her. Right. I don't right, I don't right. want to give that impression. But it, it's it's a much more romanticized. Yes, way of doing that's, it. That's the aspect that I agree with. Than just the the idea of pulling it up on a scanner or you know or, or parking above it or whatever you. Right, right, I'm not right. I'm not using that as a yes. It's a big bubble that you can't get the time on. I'm just saying. Whatever else they could have come up with, sure. this is a beautiful way of doing it. I agree, and, 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 I, and I think that works for these two characters. And I
3: love the fact that she gets plopped into a movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. It so reminded me of uh, again a feast of Stephen. I go back to that when I, because they sat down on the middle of a TARDIS, or a, the TARDIS sets down in the middle of a movie set, and there's you know hilarity ensues, and there's kind of these light moments, and it's obviously played for comic effect. Entirely in mm-hmm. *Feast of Stephen*, but in this, while it's still played for comedic effect, it works very, very well. And I love the fact that it, it's still within the scope of the story. Right? It, there's a reason why that you know this has happened yeah. here, and why, why 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 this is a
1: part of this story, and it works really well. I th- I, I agree with I think it was Holly who said they really got the tenth Doctor and Martha, and they got their relationship right. Because sometimes I don't think the TV show quite did it right, because partially because he was being too mopey, missing Rose. Yeah. And there's none of that in here. It's them just being f- friends and having fun, and that's what I like. That's when I feel they're doing Martha justice, mm. is in those instances. <laughs> and they did a good job.
2: I like the fact that the uh, the quirks and the Dominators remain true to form. That There was a bunch of standing around shouting on the, the parts of the one, and a bunch of shooting and missing at everything yes. except <laughs> themselves and important pieces of machinery. I agree. I, agree. Um, I had a question. and Maybe somebody can point out what I missed, because I don't know that I missed it. Uh, the, the scene when the doctor is uh, walking out into the prop junkyard to confront the quark, uh, and it uh, it turns around and shoots at him. And all of the laser beams seem to deflect. I mean, they, they make a point of arcing away. It's not like it missed. It's like the beam was headed for him and then zoomed the other direction. I'm not quite sure why. Um, the, pr- the next scene, the Doctor uses the sonic to bring the overhead light down on the cork's head. But he's not got the sonic in his yeah. hand in the previous panels. So I'm not quite sure what's going on right.
1: here. I think it's supposed to give the impression that it sh- they're shooting... And he's dodging. He's just dodging. Yeah, I think that's the impression it's okay. supposed to give him. <clears throat> but, but, yeah, it is. But that is. That's how I took it. there. But that's yeah. how
2: I took it. But I just, I was just curious to know if there was something else at work that, or does this just really illustrate how much the quirks suck? No, no, no. Their beams hey, they,
1: actually they, curve. They, they can curve a beam. Mid. Yeah. Like what? And, and, not and, and not
2: hit things.
3: Maybe that's maybe that's an explanation for why they don't hit things. <laughs>
2: maybe
1: he their, wasn't their, trying. Their, 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 their sights are off. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't trying to shoot to shoot him just scare him away. I thought
3: this one bounced off of him this first or second panel on that page. That was and my I first thought, thought wait, too. Whoa. Is he in armor? Yeah, he talked about, I saw you. Yeah, no, I it didn't. So I,
2: sh- maybe I, I just, just, just let
1: that one kind of wash over may,
2: Maybe he so. should have just had some motion lines on the doctor instead of on yes, the laser I I oh, Instead
1: of having all, the laser Poorly curve. done there, so... Because looking at the art, it definitely curves.
2: It definitely curves. That's why I was confused. Yeah, about. yeah. That's a, that's a small nitpick. I, I'm not picking mm-hmm. on the art at all in on this one. I think overall, this was. A, 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 I thought it was a and, good story. And how did and the doctor not different. recognize the corks? He did recognize. He the did quarks. recognize not right
1: away. Line. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm misreading that line. Never mind. Oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> I don't remember a time where he didn't oh, recognize okay. them.
2: Yeah. No. I think uh, I kind of agree with. Um, uh, who, who was it that said they didn't think they were going to expect much? Was it David? They wasn't expecting much out of this with a, a kind of typical Dave, uh, uh, Dr. Martha story, mm-hmm. and then how are we going to get to that? And then, mm-hmm. well, we did it. And I, I like the fact that we've... The, the, e, even Adam says, you know too much the second I appear in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Now that he, he's he's getting closer and closer and closer to his present. Mm-hmm. So
3: I think the sacrifice was made there in, in the Ninth Doctor story to truncate the adventure more than anyone we've had in the yeah. past. Yes. And explain the Atom connection, and again, I still th- I think that was done well. Uh, yeah, I I well, that was the that. doctor
2: you had in And English so in order when
3: to we talked about now, are we going to go back to run the mill adventure and then a little bit of a nugget at the end? And that's what exactly what happened. But it worked well, and part of that might have been smoke and mirrors with the quirks and the dominators, <laughs> because like this, remember we did this with the Zabri? I think it was in the, the very first one. Where... Was it the Zabri? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With yeah, the, yeah and we went, wow, well, these guys showed back up. And fortunately, it hadn't been too long before that that we watched the web
2: planet. It was so, yeah. just before that.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, it was... So, yeah, it might have been smoke and mirrors that we were excited that, hey, this is a one-off, you know, monster and villain who suddenly we brought back in the comics. And, and how wonderful well, to do that when, in the 50th anniversary. I think that's when We these, did this
1: again with Ted. That's when these comics are at their best instead of having somebody new. Because despite... The Santaran story with Five not going anywhere—it was fun to read. It
3: was, and it was—it was nice to say, "Here's the Santaran Rutan War." We've heard so much about. Yeah. Now we're plopped down in the middle of it. I think even so, with the
1: Ice Warriors, uh, yeah, in, too, the in the doctor. Second yeah. Doctor, yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, the ones where they didn't do this, so like the Third Doctor, Third Doctor, and Sixth Doctor, yeah. Specifically, well, I'm the sixth to Doctor had the f- Master in it, but yeah, but he wasn't really the villain, yeah. and it was very. Yeah, and, and then we get the Master again in the Seventh Doctor story.
2: It wasn't even the Master, was it? Yeah. It was well, the, there was uh, a the was Master a
3: is was a cameo because there was a side story going on at the time that we don't know anything about that we didn't know anything about.
2: I think mean, it was the Seventh Doctor. The, you're no, no, no. Well, the the seventh, seventh Doctor was the Master. master.
3: I mean, he was the heavy, but in the Sixth Doctor story, he's on a monitor and he's talking to the Sixth Doctor, and the Doctors. It's 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 he's trying to trap the Doctor but the Doctor's there for a whole other reason so he gets kind of blown off. The Master gets blown off because the Sixth Doctor's actually trying to find out where, I think at that point Perry and Shrab- Frobisher have disappeared at that point haven't they? When uh, no, we finally get
1: to that? They were going to rescue him. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. So Yeah, because, yeah, it was Auton's really heavy. Yes, Auton's really heavy. Just- the
3: Master happened to be Trying to work his there. advantage there, and there's just this quick throwaway, and the the sixth doctor almost just brushes him off, like "I don't have time for you" type thing. So,
2: what oh, was the si- okay? It's the sixth doctor story, not the third doctor story. Yeah, if that's what you're talking about. You yes. kept saying third doctor, and I was like, he wasn't in the third Enough. doctor story. No,
1: yeah. We said third so. doctor earlier, and then he yeah. brought up the sixth doctor story. Uh,
2: okay, I, yeah, okay, gotcha.
1: I'm trying to remember what the fourth one was.
2: Leela and K9 and the uh, the airship planet and the. Oh, the, yeah. The, the crystalline, whatever it was, religious. Uh, and, oh, And the, right. jadoon. the Jadoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So,
3: anyway, I give this one high praise. I, hope, I do, too. Uh, I hope these next two really kind of wrap things up nicely, and, and I'll be excited to see the Eleventh Doctor next.
1: Yes. All
3: right. Let's talk a little bit about the demons.
1: Or. The demons. <laughs> In the peaceful village of Devil's End, something very strange is happening. A professor is preparing to open a nearby burial mound, and a local white witch foresees death and disaster. Meanwhile, the new vicar looks suspiciously like the master. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's tricky. <laughs> Sorry, white collar man, fooled me. And he is using... Oh, it's those glasses, too. Oh, the yeah. Clark he the, he the Clark Kent glasses Clark alone. Kent effect, yeah. And he is using black magic to conjure up an ancient demon. Can the Doctor, Joe, and Unit stop their old enemy before he succeeds? Dun, dun, dun! dun. Oh, this oh, was a lot right, of fun. On one.
2: One, it was an enjoyable episode.
3: This is one of those stories that... Except. I have <laughs> not seen. With really? the exception of clips. Yeah, I had never seen this. And then I picked it up months ago, knowing that we were going to be putting it on the schedule at some point, and watched it uh, about yeah. a month ago.
1: I picked it up shortly after it
3: was released, wasn't it? Uh, it might have been. And uh, I think it was one of those ones I got when uh, Barnes & Noble was doing that real good discount where you could buy one and get, or two and get one for free or something to that effect. And uh, But I picked it up and sat on my shelf for a long time, then I finally watched it about a month ago and just thoroughly enjoyed it. And like I said, I knew enough little pieces of it to know who was in it and what the story was and that it was us all it was Bach. The Master wasn't a said, surprise. I you? had never watched it from... Yeah, no. I, I mean, had never watched it from beginning... Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I had never watched it from beginning and, and I absolutely loved it. And it was one of these few stories that for... I just... I knew we were going to do it again for Friday Who and I was still super excited. When we rolled back around and got to watch it again, just on Friday, because it's it's it is a good good story. I agree with whoever said that if it had been one of the uh, choices as the best representative of the of the era, I probably would have picked this one because it 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 really showcases the Doctor at his best, and it showcases really kind of the epitome of the the Doctor's entire run, just every every element
2: of it. I think it really showcases. Well, I have to be careful with how I say this. With two notable exceptions, I think it showcases everybody at their best. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. it showcases the Doctor. I think it showcases Benton, even Yates. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's very Yates bent- is actually likable. Yeah, Yates it, it's very Benton and Yates heavy, and it's a lot of fun to watch them. I don't think it shows as many of the finer qualities that we've come to really appreciate in yeah, Joe. Joe. This one's really kind of, kind of for regulators. Humor in this one.
1: Well, know. and and to be fair, this is pretty early in Joe's line run, isn't it? This is the end of the, her first season. Uh, yeah, near the end of her first yeah. season. So it, it, it does make sense of the way she's portrayed, because we haven't developed her to be yeah, awesome yet.
2: It's, it's not the Joe that we've come to this, really this, know and appreciate. very
1: much the Joe we're introduced to. But even the Brigadier I think but is backburnered a little bit. A little bit. bit she's more. grown a little. Yeah. A little bit.
2: I think even the Brigadier is backburned a little bit. He's got some great lines, well, but he's not in the story for a good the... chunk of it. And then this chunk that he is in, he's shown to be outside the action and very ineffectual. It's not nice. See, I just
3: I disagree with the ineffectuality of it because I think the brig needed to be where he was because as the doctor's trying to figure out a way to get unit in, which I love the whole idea of the heat shield thing.
1: That was really cool. We're going to have and to figure really out well how executed. to take care of
3: ourselves in here. We don't have the Army at our beck and call yeah. right now, and I love that idea. But by putting the it's brigadier kind of out the there, dome-ish. what <laughs> I liked is that the brigadier shined I mean, in this because every time the doctor said, here's how we're going to do this, this is how we can get through, First of all, the brigadier is trying everything he can to figure out how to get in, and he can't. And I love that. That's fine. It's it's a weakness, but it's because he's but his determination to get in there is he's uh, resound. He's using
1: just every resource he has. To in fact, the R.E.F. flying the R.E.F. over. How smart he is to f- figuring in figuring out what's happening without the doctor even having to explain to him. So I love the fact that he's detail. doing that. But he's also the in-charge man that when every time Sergeant Osgood,
3: who the doctor's trying to walk through building this, you know, generator that's going to, you know, punch a hole in this off the off the big old giant transmission lines out there, Osgood keeps going, I can't, you know, this isn't gonna work, it's not gonna hold. And all the Brig has to do is look at the doctor and say, Is this gonna work? And the doctor says, I hope so. And the Brig the Brig keeps pushing Osgood. He is in that <laughs> I'm drooling all over myself because I'm trying to get a line here too. <laughs> he's in that position that he just continually trusts the Doctor, he knows that the Doctor knows best, and he keeps pushing Osgood and everybody, and he's very Brigadier in this one. And I he think is very he's brigadier, not but backburnered in this well, at all. He's, I think he's, he's so what he
2: needs to be where he needs he, to be. He's ineffectual in he's, his he's impact on the story. No, wait, I don't wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. His, 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 yes, he rode Osgood to get him to do what he needed to do, and ultimately, all that did was open the door for them to get into the town and show up with a bunch of machine guns and bazookas, which didn't work. Uh, that, that's, well, that's the ineffectual. I mean, was, and, 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 and yeah, it's kind the of, part of the brig is always course ineffectual.
3: The brig is always leading the charge behind the doctor who's already got things
2: solved. Right, but I, I like that when we get the occasional story that the brig steps up to the plate and does something and it works. Or he, he, he does something, you know... How, how do I put this? I, I don't get me wrong. I love the relationship between Pertwee and uh, uh, Nicholas Courtney. I, I think they had such wonderful chemistry. But I get a little bothered with the the Silurians' tone, where they kind of paint the brig into this very unimaginative, militaristic corner. And the doctor has to slap him around and say, you are a complete moron and you went against what I said and you're an idiot. And, and, and they do that from time to time in these third doctor stories. And I like the ones a little bit better where they're more banter and more kind of back and forth and not, not equals, obviously. The brig knows his place, but he also knows that there are times that he can do something and the doctor is going to stand back and let him do it. Because that's the appropriate I response. I don't, make, for
3: that. I don't think that makes him backburner in this. Because what this does is this illustrates the fact that, as opposed to the Silurians, where he's less, he's more reluctant to listen to the Doctor or spearheading from space or any of those right. other stories. Yeah. He's less. He has they, gained, gained a respect of the Doctor, and I love that or he's gained the yeah the Doctor. The, is gained the Doctor is gaining the Brigadier's of respect, and it comes across in waves in this one. In just the way that that the do, they, the Brig is ready to. Allow the doctor to figure this out and 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 do it the right way, and he's he's ready to step aside and say, you know, I'm still in command here, and that's my strength. The doctor's working towards his strength. I I think that that just that
1: came across so beautifully in this story. Oh, it did. It did. I it think did. there's if if the brig were allowed in the town, there's uh, a lot of that wouldn't have happened. This would have been a very short story.
0: Yeah,
3: I think a lot of again. stuff. Would have <laughs> well, I quickly it still could have been <laughs> a little, little less.
1: Yeah. <laughs> A because, little more because, effectual. And, and, and yeah, it, uh, letting the Brig be outside and try to figure out a way in to try to get, stop everything, while in the end they might not have done much, it was still important
2: oh, for what the Brig it, to do. What it did is it allowed Yates and Benton to pick up the torch mm-hmm. and go yes. and, and do and, the and cool stuff that they did character. versus... Go get coffee, or go out on watch duty, or you know whatever. They kind of back burner them in the normal stories because so, because it was reversed.
3: Well, they get more action. They're still ineffectual as well.
0: Yeah,
3: everything that much. they do, with the exception of Benton finally Benton get no. <laughs> no, I'm not talking ben, about Benton uh, getting to be man of action because that was cool in itself. Oh, he, but it was still ineffectual Benton's because there's still consequence, and he didn't get done what needed to be done. But Benton shooting the when the the, the, when the white witch. Eyed. When uh, shooting the, the the light and the, the weather vane so that they could pull off this thing that clearly he and her had set up ahead of time to make, to basically save the doctor who's tied to the I was totally maple and was going to be burnt at the stage. When,
2: when she says, you know, to command your gods to go break that street light, the doctor kind of gives her a look like, with what? You know? <laughs> and I'm expecting him, was he going to reach in his pocket and pull the sonic and kind of <laughs> shoot a. You know, I kept, where's the sonic? Here comes, here it comes, here it comes. And no, bam. Benton, it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it was just so awesome.
3: I just and I respected the doctor too for playing along, for no for going along, with going, going yes. along and knowing that. Okay, clearly she's a, a smart woman, even though she believes in the occult. <laughs> clearly, she's an intelligent woman. She must have this handled, and so he goes along with it. And I love the fact that it worked out. <laughs> well,
1: well, and it, it is partially of well, I don't have many other options, mm-hmm. so I'm going to have to go, go along. What would like? You, would you call him quick Quag Quad? Something like something that. Something like that. quick Quag Quad. And if if. The if the brig were there, we wouldn't have gotten that great stuff of them. He, the doctor would have never gotten tied to that maypole. No,
2: because he just slapped the town into martial law, and yeah, he he'd, he'd have taken charge of that situation.
1: And I, I I really liked Benton and hers relationship that they have. They had such good chemistry they together. They really did, yeah. And at first, you're like, why Benton? Are you even untying her and just <laughs> leave her alone until the end of the story? But then it really starts developing into a nice friendship, which I thought was great. I liked, I liked
3: Bach. I yeah. did like Bach. Bach was good and acted really well. He was, yeah, he, was he was portrayed very
2: very. Well. I I think this is this is one of those examples of a uh, special effects that I think people might poke fun at. but you know because Bach is a well, he's a visual effect. stone threat, really a special effect. <laughs> <laughs> Damon's because he's a stone gargoyle. Um, I'm okay with him looking like a stone gargoyle came to life. I, I kinda, think it's you know very limited. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. It doesn't have to be think, a weeping angel. I don't even you know. think he
3: was limited. I think that's a, that was the nice thing of the performance well, it is he yeah. had this he kind of this creature like uh, look and yeah. movies. He moved like I would have imagined a gargoyle would.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think people that would poke fun at Bach would be the people that didn't quite notice the statue to begin with. Yeah, maybe so. That if you, if you didn't see well, that statue of talk in the about background, the tongue, and stuff. too. Why is his tongue speaking up? Because that's how it yeah, was that's in the, what the statue. the statue was. Now, you could <laughs> say to the designer, why did you bother doing that? But I got the impression that the, the, the gargoyle was actually a gargoyle they used, and then they designed Bach around the actual gargoyle. Uh, or do you think they made the design Bach and then made the gargoyle? Um, it wasn't always him there, it. No,
3: it wasn't. It was it wasn't definitely him. a prop that was sitting there. Yeah. But they don't think it was something they pulled off the shelf. I think clearly they, they designed both at the same time, oh, okay. and they just said, "This will be our, it came our a, prop a, where the lights, the eyes light it up." It came across as it could have
1: been a, a gargoyle. <laughs> well, the, see,
3: now I agree with that. That, that. That's probably a typical idea for a gargoyle. Maybe, maybe that's maybe where you are coming it and from. Tweaked it, yeah, that's what I think. Okay, then, then maybe, yes, maybe I would agree that they got that from the idea. Maybe somebody saw a gargoyle on the side of a building. Oh, and then, let's use that design. Like that design, yes, yeah. okay, I would agree. And
1: they use that for both of the... Um, yeah, I would agree with you, Keith, there. And and I, as great as um, Stephen Thorne is, I feel like Azul was kind of let down. Azul? Azul. <laughs> Wasn't Azul in the... Uh, goes Azul. <clears throat> Azul, that's why I combined it.
2: Yeah.
1: You, you agree? I think it's Azul. all uh, yeah, Azul. Azul.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, there was such great build-up, and then... Oh, maybe maybe and it's our fault, because if we talk to Stephen Thorne, well, no, I mean, no, you know. <laughs> but
1: they build, it, they, they build him up so well, and the effect is very, very cool, but he shows up. Okay, I don't want to come back. Then he comes back, and then doesn't really do what he says he's going to, and mm-hmm. kind of has this... I, I like the idea of the moral dilemma he's kind of faced of... Well... Should I go ahead and smoke everyone or not? <laughs> Which is what it comes down to. And I like that idea. It's just... He, he just didn't come across as menacing as I think, I think they the built problem, up to be. I think the problem, and this
3: is the only weakness in the story, is when we get to that point, it's like, where are we going? Well, it, because the Master is trying to get Azal's power. Yes. Because you get this impression that Azal will pass this power on to somebody... And that's menacing enough. But Azal never really... I mean, when he starts to say, you know, I didn't necessarily say I was going to give you the power. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, yes. but that's kind of the way he conveys it. It's its this moment of... But, the, but the, the, the legend is, or the idea is, that you're going to give up this power to the next person to possess. And now you're, like, having second thoughts, and this guy essentially, you don't want the Master to win, but he's really kind of done everything he's supposed to do. Oh, yeah. And so, then when you get kind of flaky and think, well, I'm going to give it to this guy, then it's like he's not near as menacing anymore, yeah. because it's like a, oh,
4: I woke up, oh, who should I give my prior to
3: today? I mean, that's just <laughs> really kind of the way that's conveyed at that point. I
2: think that's the problem. I think the, the... And this is where I'm going to make a defense in my mispronunciation. <laughs> I, I, I think everything in the story, all the trappings of the story, we've got witchcraft and magic and demons and gargoyles and and Satanism and horrible powers from beyond, as, as all of this magic. But ancient in reality, science we
3: don't know. Yeah, ancient science
2: we don't know. In, in reality, it's
3: magic so old, <laughs> or no, science so old that it looks like magic. I, and I like that explanation too. That
2: was in <laughs> stuff. In reality, we've got this this crashed alien here who's been guiding humanity and. We're the dumb ones because we've made up all these legends about them with the <laughs> horns and everything. But because, as viewers, we're coming from the human lineage, we're kind of in the trappings, expecting this to be something horrible. Even though uh. you know, I mean, we we, we just kind of, it, it's mm-hmm. it, the master's involved. It's got to be something horrible, right? <laughs> but then when he shows up, and he's actually kind of benevolent not necessarily a good guy but he, he's not necessarily the ultimate evil that we have been expecting does that We're necessarily honest. make him ineffectual does that make him a letdown in a way yeah it does because our psyches have built him up to be i mean he's a well, demon and, right?
1: And they, they build him up in this well any uh,
2: but he's not he's a demon because he's this alien race the spelling has nothing doesn't to do with it. Work. <laughs>
3: um no because species, which, uh, that's
2: why the doctor calls him a daemon. If you you're you're
3: you're poking some fun, but I think that the idea is that this is what again going back to the whole uh forever autumn idea is these are aliens that have been here for so long that they've seeped into legend and lore yes. and that's why we have the idea of demons coming from hell and 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 fire and because that's essentially that that's their the, the, mo exactly. that's what yeah. their species uses and so I think that I mean that's the only idea behind that that's why it's seeped into the occult essentially is because yeah there is something behind these cultic ideas the problem is is it's not magic it's not metaphysical it's not you know otherworldly it's outerworldly <laughs> right
2: well I mean it's like Keith said you know you like okay well do am I going to smote everybody today or not. Well, I didn't really plan to smite anybody today. I guess I could. Right, I mean, you right. know, he, he's just—we're you're, you're, painting him into that mm-hmm. corner. We're right, forcing right. him into that that kind of perception. I was struck watching this how similar. And uh, now, now in, in all fairness, all of the master's plans are the same plan. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, it didn't Deep work. Breath. What are we going to do today? <laughs> <laughs> same thing we do every day, Pinky. Try to take over the world. I,
1: Anybody else get a time monster vibe? Well, there's even an Atlantis reference. Yeah, he he says to him, "Remember Atlantis." I I had to go to look to see if that had happened yet, and it hasn't.
4: Right.
2: right. So that's kind
1: of a cool call forward. Well, or
2: a blatant continuity error. Well, no, 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 I think it's
1: I think it's more of a (laughs) remember what happened to Atlantis that could happen here. that's
3: that's the way I took it. So then
1: we explore that later. Right. Right. And it's like this. They're the I think same, you're right. They're, think they're, the, they're the same, not species because they're not, but it's the same ideas right. carried on with that story. In the meta essence, it's a call forward. Yes. He is what you're saying. And, and, right. Yeah.
2: But just just the idea that, okay, we've because got. Because we're going
1: to take this uh, this basic premise and reuse it later and reference it to it. Yeah. First, we've mentioned it, mentioned it. Now we're going to go yes. there. Yeah. And essentially do a very similar story
2: just the idea that the master is going to awaken this almighty whatever and bend it to his will and get the power and then go forth and rule the universe and it
1: never works that's a, very a master thing to do. Really. I know
2: it's a, but I mean, how many times he paired up with the nesting consciousness and then had to turn on them when he realized uh, it's not going to work, and then okay, we've got Azel, uh, that's not going to work, and then we've got the the Chronos, uh, oh that's not going to work, and uh, we've got the axons, oh that's not going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, dude, sea devils. <laughs> oh, well, that's you're a smart work. guy. Let's do something different. <laughs> Build a bomb. <laughs> Just, I'm rooting for the master in this story. I don't know why. I'm really, you know what it is? It's because I look at the array of forces for good that are arrayed against him, and I look at Benton, and I look at the doctor, and I look at the brigadier, and I look at Yates, and I go, "This poor guy never stood a chance. He just he, he you know, I threw my cloak over you at the end and escaped into the car, and you grabbed the doctor's car. Oh, you poor guy, you're having a bad day. <laughs> One thing we can say for the
3: master. He is consistent. This is he true. is consistent.
1: And this would have been his fifth failure so far. Yeah. There's been five fifth appearances appearance. before five this. Appearances well, be- that we know of.
3: Well, if you're Sean, you can argue that there is at least one other one. Yeah, the War Games. No, yeah. Sure.
5: <laughs>
1: so Same he em- featured in every single episode, that, or every single story that season. Same MO. Season 8. The Master did? According to uh, Tardis Wikia. He featured in every story. Terror of the that. Autons. Yeah. Mind of Evil. Cause of Axos. Calling in Space. And the Demons.
2: We haven't watched
1: two of those. Wow. We'll be there. So okay. no wonder he's... <laughs> they're reusing that. <them>. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're running out of ideas. Well, he, was, he, was, he was introduced down. to be
3: the Moriarty of, of the Doctors. I mean, the mean...
2: I, it almost... i This is going to sound really strange to say this, so for the long-time Who fans, I'm going to apologize in advance for disagree, if you disagree with me. It's almost as if... We're going to introduce the Master as Moriarty to the Doctor's Sherlock Holmes. There you go. But we're not going to figure out how to do it properly until Peter Davidson's era, <laughs> when he is the Master of Subterfuge and behind the scenes of something and not revealed until the last act. Right, right. You
1: know? <laughs> because... Well, maybe it was the fact of they introduced this villain and didn't know how to quite make him, and it was somebody who said, hey, let's bring him back and retool him, I think is it more than anything else. So it would be different people behind the scenes than the Fifth Doctor's era. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they,
2: they've always said all the producers and everything for this era have Barry Letts and everybody has always said we need a Moriarty. Well, yeah, and, and it just—I I, I think it, it just he doesn't feel like I a Moriarty think, in the right amount I, the the no, no, no. I get Is
1: that not that they're literally trying to make? They're, they're just using that as an example. Yes, they—they they want a. Yeah. This is the. This is the simply saying. This is the they, they, saying, this they is is to, lose to lose the, the yang. Right. This
3: is Sherlock and Moriarty. This is the yin and the yang. And I think what Keith's saying is, then I think when they decided Somebody to bring the master figured out back, how to make him more. Well, that's go. what I yeah. think. They, yeah, it's, it's yep. what you're saying. Somebody said maybe we should make him more Moriarty-like, and then
1: that's why it suddenly becomes yes. more. Well, this is he's supposed to be the Doctor Moriarty. Let's have him be Moriarty, as opposed to Lex Luthor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because he, he kind of is a little Lex Luthor-ish.
2: <laughs> I was really hoping that. The postal worker was going to bean her with the rock. That <laughs> <laughs> was a cop. The cop.
1: Yeah. Uh, I liked I'm, her. I liked I'm her sorry. character
3: a lot. I totally like her. Who
1: would live in a town named Devil's End? A white witch. Oh, if, I was <laughs> if I were a kid, I would want to get out of there as soon as there's possible. A, there's a lot there's of, a, places, a of places. Yeah, there's a
3: lot of places with devil in the in the title. Devil's home and, Pump. and devil Salem.
2: And, and,
3: uh, and
2: it's not. That's Salem. Oh my god! It's Salem's Lot. Yeah, but That's Salem, Salem
3: only got its uh, bad connotations it's because, because lot, of yeah, the, what was what happened there? It wasn't that it was already it wasn't, evil. it
1: wasn't evil to begin with, right? Right? Or was it named evilly? We don't know. that
2: Devil's End is necessarily evil. The stories that have been told that have made it evil.
3: Maybe that's I, a compelling reason to stay there because it was the devil's in the devil actually died here. So oh, if you know. this oh. is the last spot. Then you're safe as heck here. It's true, or safe as hell. <laughs> I like. We, liked, I, we I even really built a church. The, yeah. <laughs> Right on top of a well they don't ever call it a crypt because no. they were they were going to call it a crypt and they were afraid that that might have some denotations so they call it a cavern
0: yeah. but they
3: still I, I watched the documentaries on this both of them and they still got tons and tons of e- of emails not back then tons of messages and letters saying oh i can't believe you used that church. i can't believe you use that church in your thing and i can't believe that there's a a cavern or a crypt underneath it. I can't believe you shot all of that in that church and none of that was that was all done on a stage somewhere.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah. You so, know what the story's missing? They still caught
3: some flack for it.
2: Sword fight. <laughs> Benton needed to pick up a sword at one point. Yeah. And that that would have been cool. Well, Benton was so cool. Benton was great in this story.
3: Even Yates was good in this story. This, it Everybody was just was a cool fantastic story.
1: story. I, I, I was, I, I, and I really do like liked all the trappings and how it stayed true to the actual legends as opposed to the the, like they went back and actually stayed true to like 16th century legends as Mm -hmm. opposed to 20th century changes to them right right and the fact that that e- this story could have easily, they could have set it on Halloween because it has the right fit. But no, it's proper to set it on May Day. Um, well, because the that night is before what it is, is Train Day. Yeah. Which,
3: in fact, the uh, professor at the beginning of it, which is going to help un- open that up, the archaeologist or whatever he is, and he says, you know, uh, the, what was it, the evilest of, or the, uh, yeah, the evilest of all uh, day's, Uh, barring All Hallows' Eve. So he already nearly equated it to Halloween. So I thought it worked really, really well. Now, granted, this would have worked really well as a Halloween story for for our week. But even though it's set on uh, April 30th and May 1st.
2: I, I don't know about anybody else. I was way uber impressed with the heat shield yeah I mean absolutely. The, 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 the everything about it the idea the effects the effects of the arch when they do finally get it to, and i you you totally explained how they did that, but I don't care i think i
3: i think i said i explained how it said it, and I said, and it still looks that incredible, yeah <laughs> when you break it down and know what it is, and then you, it and still you, looks yeah. that good.
2: Did you know that because you watched the documentary? Yeah, and after, the, because the, the first that, time I watched, it, I went, "Wow, movie. how did they
3: do that?" And then I watched the documentary.
2: <laughs> and that's how and they that. did it. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's for real. It's
3: it's a wire frame that's trimmed in the arch. well. They, they wrap through. Yeah, the arch is a wire frame arch, and then they wrap through Christmas lights, and then they take and they blur. They put Vaseline essentially on 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 either the lens or the or a, a plate in front of the camera to blur that out. And then that's how you get that effect. And it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks really now, I don't good. know if that's on the documentary on the disc, which is called Return to... No, uh, this one's called... Uh, the Devil Rides Out. There's also another documentary that was released Return by... Return Devil's End. Yeah, In. by um, an independent company. And
2: that one's not on there. And
3: that's not on there. But that's
2: the one where the brig and... It's,
3: it's, it's Pertwee, Courtney... Uh, Mike Yates always forget his name, uh, and Ian Le- or John uh, uh, John Levine, and the director who was was that Barry Lats, or yes, uh, the director Camp,
2: Camp, Campfield, I think, Ben no, uh, Douglas Campfield?
3: I think it's written by Guy Leopold. No, it's Barry Lats. Uh, no, Christopher, Berry. That's Christopher right Barry. That's Christopher Christopher Barry. Um, i revisit Devil's End or the town that the was town. shot, and and just really kind of reminisce about. The making of it. And something that was interesting to me is most Doctor Who productions took one week. That's all they got was a week to do something. Mm-hmm. And so they. that's why there's a lot of studio work and very, very little location work. Well, this one is all location work with the exception of a few sh- scenes that are shot on soundstage. And so they were given two weeks to shoot this because there's so much location. Wow. Uh, uh, and they went over budget, too. Shots, and they did. They went over budget on this. And you can tell it was fantastic.
1: There's, there's you can tell it was a season finale. Oh yeah,
3: there's some funny anecdotal stories about how they got around some of the things and 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 why they did chose to do certain things certain ways. But they they really had the run of the town. Everybody there was enamored by the fact that they were shooting in their small little uh, <laughs> uh, borough, and they were just they had they used a lot of them for extras, and and so it sounds like they had a lot of fun to shoot this story. So if you could find a copy of of Return of the Devil's End. It's, it's, it's interesting to listen to because it was done just a few years before uh, Pertwee died. And uh. then it was released on DVD after, because it was on VHS, and then it was released on DVD after Pertwee died. And Nicholas Courtney then recorded a little um, intro um, before that, kind of explaining uh. that, saying that, you know, it's... It's appropriate that we we watch this now because now that he and in fact he I think it just passed before they released it on DVD.
0: So,
2: mm. I, my high marks across the board for me on this one. I I, 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 I can't.
3: This has become one, probably my favorite third Doctor story now, above Inferno. And this is I just I absolutely love this one.
2: And you had not seen Inferno before either. I had not seen Inferno. Was Maybe it was another one Inferno that, Inferno I, that I'd seen pieces.
3: Some bits and pieces of it as well. There's a lot of Pertwee stuff that um, I'm I'm seeing now for the first time linearly. You know what I mean from from the beginning, from the beginning of the episode. In, yeah. Because again, I I I picked up a lot of I mean, there's there's tons of clips back there. I don't find them much anymore, but there used to be back in the day when I was getting back into Doctor Who, lots of clips. I mean, I was still dial-up, so I was having to sit there and download and wait for them forever. <laughs> but there were lots of clips online from the VHS copies of these that were released years ago. And so just over the course of reading everything I had, I really knew the stories and who were in them but and, and seen good chunks of them, but I've never seen them as sit down and watch them from beginning to end stories. So mm-hmm. Some of them. Some of them I had. But.
1: I like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I put it up as a favorite because there's a lot of the Third Doctor's era that I liked. I like a lot, but it'd be high up there. Well, he
2: is pretty much your classic Doctor. Yeah, well, I he's mean, the first
1: one you guys introduced me to.
2: Yeah, that's true. We so went from Smith to Saylorians, So yeah. mm-hmm. he was your second Doctor. Yep.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'll always like most of his stories, and this is a uh, high, high end of them.
3: Probably a top five. Okay, good. What do we got coming
2: up on the schedule, Sean? The demons is on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, next week, a little bit of serendipity, not knowing who the surprise villain was in this week's IDW comic. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get the full-blown story this week. <laughs> so Where are uh, looking. It's a recap. It's a recap. Uh, we're doing The Dominators for Friday Night Who on uh, the 15th of November. And uh, which technically yes will be the sixteenth And know. we
3: have record- we have reviewed that one before. We so have we
2: reviewed that one now. before. It
3: was a while
1: ago too. Wasn't
2: it? it was early. early I think early. it was part of our seven weeks for seven doctors. I think we was we it? did the dominators. That's how long ago that was. Um, so it's, uh, it's it'll be new to it'll be new to me because I won't remember any. <laughs> um, but because we've already reviewed it, our show next week we will do the doctor who revisited uh documentary special. And we will have our fiftieth anniversary discussion of the tenth Doctor's era, and uh, so a lot of uh, a lot of David Tennant next week. And uh, again, I don't anticipate necessarily that we'll, we we've kind of already talked quite a bit about his era, so there may not be much that we're able to do that. But that means you need to get onto our website, and Glenn has posted the poll yes. of which episode is most. Representative of that era, and it was a pretty tight, uh, almost three way tie for first place the last time I checked. So, uh, uh, I think there's only
3: been like seven votes, though, so or six votes.
2: Why you gotta spoil it? <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta spoil it, man? Three way tie. Three way tie. Well, it's funny f- that
3: there's only been six votes, and there's, I mean, they're really for the same ones on uh, well, the side. Uh, uh, that's of, what surprised me. Of
2: the 30. 30- what did you What did you figure thirty five, some odd thirty five episodes think, that that you, you I mean, well posted. stories
3: stories because uh, once you break them out and separate like I we I included Utopia Sound of Drums and Last of the Time all as one story as a well, and yes. then obviously we did you know Saint Pitt and Possible Planet and all the ones that do naturally pair up as two partners as one story so if you broke those out it'd been even more but yeah, yeah it was, but of, of know,
2: the thirty five some odd and it, it goes stories still on the side you know. of the
1: right rail of the page. <laughs>
2: They're, then, they're, then there's
1: not like the design of this
2: <laughs> there are only in three so far that are receiving votes so I'll get be on glad vote. next
3: week when I can take it off there and then put the really extra <laughs> super long Matt Smith one on there it'll be just as long,
1: it's not longer is it no, it shouldn't be it should be less
2: um
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not no, going to um,
2: So yeah, so the Dominators an intense doctor discussion, and then November 22nd, running right up into the 50th anniversary celebrations, uh, which I guess the 22nd that Friday, you'll all be fresh off of watching an adventure in time and space, uh, and then we will watch an unearthly child. So we uh, we couldn't have planned that better if we tried, and we did try, and it worked out well. So uh, I'm
1: excited. Yeah, me too. And I watched. I, I, I'm going to
3: say something here before we get into this. I rewatched *Unearthly Unearth- Child* j- just the other day before we, the night before we watched *The Docks*, and because I did a little review for my blog post. But I, it was another one of those ones that knowing the story and the content of it and being more fresh in my mind, it went a lot quick. It was a lot, it was a lot easier to watch this time, hmm. and I, maybe just because of the excitement of this month and the, and and just really delving myself into who and knowing that this is the beginning right here this is what started it all 50 years ago it was a lot more entertaining to watch it this time didn't seem as dull and boring as i have i have done it several other times (laughs) that i've watched it in the past so i I don't know what it is about that but hopefully the tweet along will help that as well so i don't
2: i don't know that i've ever really thought the story was boring i just i i in my mind it's still it's two separate parts we've got the really really awesome first episode. episode one and then we've got that caveman story. Yeah,
3: and <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's the caveman story that's that to me has always been dry and yeah. lengthy. But there's just not a lot that goes on. This is a good rock. This yeah. is a good knife. <laughs>
4: fire, a lot of that. <laughs> Give us fire. Give us fire.
2: Um, so we'll be an unearthly child for Friday and two, and then the big one, uh, number one fifty two. We'll be discussing Day of the Doctor. As of right now, we plan to do a separate side trip for an adventure in time and space. Uh, space and time, or
1: is it time and space? It space, is space and time. time. Space it is
2: space time. and time. Well, then let me correct that here before I type it incorrectly, because I've already done it several times.
3: Doctor Phil's show is an adventure in time and space.
2: That's why we get it confused. Well, if we went on his show more often, we could have adventures in time. Actually, and space. his
3: is adventures in time, space, and music.
2: Okay, so adventure in space and time. Uh, the following week, we are doing the Five Doctors.
1: The special. The special edition. edition.
2: For Friday Night Who, and then we will dedicate an entire episode to Big Finish's fiftieth anniversary special, "The Light right at, at the, the end. end." Yay! And I not much longer. It, and it's so good.
1: So it's it's two hours, right? <laughs> yes. I just yep. want to make sure I budget enough time.
0: Yes,
2: it is it's
1: two hours. it's eight hours. It's a little more
2: than two. <laughs> two hours. How many per times did Well, and it's
3: eight. Well, he thought it was the story was going to be eight, <laughs> eight hours. But the, the other discs are it's extras and behind stuff, the though. scenes and stuff like that. Oh, okay. A lot of great stuff, though. So
2: Yeah, the story itself is two hours, and, uh, and, a, and, a, and a great two- Well, if I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I have to calm down now. I have to calm down. <laughs> Uh, some fun things planned for December. We're still obviously finalizing the schedule based on um, whether or not Audio Go is going to release Destiny of mm-hmm. the Doctor, number 11. Our 11th Doctor celebration might be in line with everybody else's. <laughs> <course>. <laughs> right but we, time. We, they'll catch up to us. <laughs> um, or we'll catch up to them, I guess. Um, and then, of course, we've got uh, IDW, which... <laughs> what was with that? Because they they delayed ten, they delayed ten, they delayed ten, and then turned around and we've already got our review copies of eleven. We have review copies of eleven. Eleven
1: so. comes out this Wednesday. Yeah. So they they
2: they apparently caught back up with their scheduling release. Well, so hopefully running
1: out of time to release these. Yeah, well, but that's what I was given. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> so uh, some fun things planned for December, but again, we'll we'll get you uh, as we get closer to that. We'll get those posters. So. Okay. Yeah.
3: And Tenth Planet and Spare Parts are on the horizon. Tenth
2: Planet, Spare Parts. Not on far the away. They don't really push back a week.
3: I'm excited. I hope it's as good
1: as I <laughs> Spare Parts or Tenth Planet? Spare Parts. I hope I've, never planet. Seen 10th it's, planet. I've seen Tenth Planet more
3: recently than I've listened to <laughs> Spare Parts. So
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you all now that um, you're gonna want to budget appropriately for next year. Yes, I'm already making plans for next year. Uh you know, we're gonna have a lot of these uh, lost episodes recovered. So uh, <laughs> plan appropriately to spend some money because they're going to be releasing them all on DVD here, and you know they'll be. I mean, I, don't get me wrong; I imagine they're going to dull these out over like the next four or five years. But you're going to see a lot of new Who coming out. I so. suspect
3: we'll have. They're more running on out that. of stuff to. release I suspect so. we will have more, more on that next weekend.
2: So uh, little so?
3: birdie told me that we will have more on that next
2: week. So uh, plan plan accordingly for that.
3: You know you can't always trust Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if that's going to do it for this week, until next week. I'm Gwen.
1: I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. See you.
3: You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the
0: BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.